Podcast, Spotify, Stitcher, YouTube, Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. And if you're on Apple Podcasts, please give us a five-star review so we can continue to give you um, the, the ish that we talk. And now that is out the way, I will not act like I'm on AF, AM fucking radio. <laughs> what the fuck's the deal? All of you ugly motherfuckers. What's popping? I'm here with you. We here together. We gonna make this shit pop. Lindsay, what the fuck is going on? My dog. Like, what will be a breaking point for you where you just like, you know what? Jump out. Right. Yeah, so yeah, I'm about to say this is yeah. where we ask the audience. Yeah. So, so you already you said, said cheating, cheating, right? Yeah. Cheating. Okay. So you're not, you're not giving a pass or nothing like that. There ain't no way. There ain't no way. That's no way. So it's like if, if, if it's just cheating for her, like so, if, if it's cheating for you the same way, Joe? <laughs> Yeah. So, like, if you cheat, do you feel like I need to leave this relationship? If I, if I, if I would ever cheat, I would leave you first. I would leave you first. Be, oh, you such a gentleman. I, I do what I do. You such a gentleman. <laughs> that shit don't happen in real life, but you such a gentleman. <laughs> Anything else? In the moment. In the moment. That's different. I wouldn't be in the moment. You won't so, you wouldn't moment. put yourself in the moment. I got you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, make it make sense. Like, cause what's the moment? When I decide it's the moment, it's the moment. Oh, okay. Yeah. If, I, if I never say to myself, like, I should probably get out of here. So, like, do the whole time you're not, you're like, oh no, nah, this cool. This ain't. We just I, chilling. Not if I. Not we just. Oh no, nah, she just want to rub my back. That's cool. Hey, ain't nobody tripping. It's like, oh, okay, okay, oh, all right, you, you ain't got to kiss my neck. That's okay. Cool. This is not the moment yet. Not yet. It's not the moment yet. So it's like, oh, it's like, oh, now my pants is down. This, this, this. She, she pulls them down. Oh, this ain't the moment. This ain't the moment. This ain't the moment. She did it. She did it. This ain't the moment. So when is the moment? When you're done, you're like, oh, oh, yeah, this is the moment. This is the moment. I had to go get my bro, that's right? The moment, yep. That's the moment. That's the moment. Okay, so that's your that's your <laughs> 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 so, this is So this is cheating for you. Like if she cheats, oh hell no. But like I just had to wait on the moment. Like, no. <laughs> She sucked my I didn't ask for it. I don't say the words. like, nuts. I didn't know. I, you know when I feel something wrong, baby, I'm going to just tell you the truth. When she, when she was like, uh, 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 I was like, maybe, maybe it's time for me. Ain't no restaurant tour going to run up on Keith Lee. Let's just, let's just end that shit right there. Y'all, y'all talk a lot of shit, but y'all not about to run up on. Ain't nobody about to run up on him, slap no food out of his face, and tell him, "Bitch, what?" Like that's just not gonna happen. At no way, shape, uh, possible. So Santana, Salsa Santana got in on it. He pretty much was like, "Tag me in," and he snapped 
<laughs> on DJ Academics and told him to pull up. He was like, go to my page. We got all kinds of bookings. We outside. Come pull up at one of the bookings, you know, and I'll beat your motherfucking ass. <laughs> I, Saucy Santana just doesn't look like the homosexual man that you're going to hit. And he looks and he looked like uh, uh, that dude off of uh, uh, Low Down Dirty Shade. He ain't about to grab his face and be like, oh, Bernard. Him, you slut. Bernard. He about to beat the dog shit out of you. Like, oh, yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. Be, like, yeah. And I'm laughing because it's going to be so funny because you're going to see a dude massively beating the shit out of a man with an open fist. And you're going to hear, bitch, bitch. Yo, are we recording? <laughs> yeah. Listen, hey, everybody. I want to thank you guys for showing up to the live show of the Ish We Talk. This is the 100th episode, everybody. So everybody give a big round of applause for us. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. I am so grateful. I have my son in the building. And hey. Hey. My son is watching. Um, but uh, I, I do apologize to you. But, um, you know, fun fact to everybody, I be cussing in front of my son. So my son knows I cuss. Um, <laughs> it is what it is. Um, let's get the pleasantries out the way. Um, my uh, my mother looked at me like I was so wrong, but yes, I cuss in front of my son. Um, my son knows that a bitch ain't shit. Let's keep it moving. Um, <laughs> Hi, mom. <laughs> <laughs> Let's do this how I do this all the time. Um, you can catch us on Apple Podcasts, Amazon, Spotify, Stitcher, YouTube, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and you know what is my favorite. If you watch this show, um, my favorite uh, uh, platform to shout out is Twitch. You know why? Because they are degenerates just like me. This is the place that you can watch anime, you can watch gaming, you can watch podcasts, and then you can also watch somebody teabag somebody on Modern Warfare. This is the most creme de la creme, creepiest shit you've ever seen in your life, and I love Twitch. Shout out to Twitch. I can't wait to be a member. Yeah. It yeah, is what that it is. is. That is Twitch. Um, and we are on there not <laughs> doing none of that. <laughs> not yet. Not yet. Not yet. Well, I can't wait. That. I cannot it wait. It will not be me. Yeah, I'm teabagging a bunch of people. Hi, Mom. Talking about, <laughs> when you talking about views, people. <laughs> I'm, I'm bringing views. Uh, getting off that, getting off that. Um, I do want to thank everybody for showing up. Um, of course, I am with um, the do all be all, the lady that pushes the bells and the whistles, the creme de la creme, the queen amongst queens, the giant among giants, uh, the uh, mother of dragons, the... Uh, Beast among beasts, the beauty amongst beauties, the 
favorite person you ever seen in braces. Um, and she don't have braces anymore. No more. Uh, the top upper echelon of this show, if it was not for her, it would not be a me. So everybody, let's give a round of applause for the creme de la creme, Lindsay. And of course, I am your joint smoking, black toting, bad mofo that you see in front of you. Um, the dude that does not ever do anything but stand on business. I am Lila. I want to give a super shout out to my man, D Hero. Not only did he, is he coming through with the sound, he is making sure that we are crisp and he is making sure that we are running this live show the way we supposed to. So give a round of applause for my man, D Hero. And of course, because this is live and we have been past nine minutes, so I'm going to tell y'all like I tell everybody on our lives, hey, thank y'all for showing up, you ugly motherfuckers. <laughs> and let's get back to the instant we talk. What we talking about right now, Lindsay? Shout out to... Hold up, hold up. Before we even start, shout out to that uh, that uh, big man in the building. Fast Socks just walked in the building. Um, CEO of Parker Brothers. You see me representing hard. Big CEO of Parker Brothers just walked through. So we representing that to the fullest. But uh, back to business. Hey, what's going on, Lindsay? What, uh, how's your, uh, what's going on? How's your health? How's your wealth? How you living? I'm well. How are you? I cannot complain. I cannot complain. Listen, um, I've been uh, for about a week now, man. I think I've been really tripping off of how this show was going to go. Um, for uh, the last like four or five days, I bust out in hives. I was scratching and itching and trying to figure out what was going on. I was acting really nervous. And then I had to realize, man, I don't have nothing to be nervous about, um, good or bad, however, we, uh, however it go. Um, I'm gonna just do me, and mm -hmm. when I realized that today, hey, I've been cool. I ain't scratched not one time. I ain't had not a half broke out. Um, I've been feeling real good. But um, enough about me, the hero, my man. Listen, you was the top echelon Hall of Famer last time we did a live show. How were you feeling today, baby? I was, I was, I was drunk last time. Um, <laughs> Cool, I can frozen pool. Pray for me. I just got over a case of hemorrhoids. Let's go. I'll play with y'all. I'll play with y'all. <laughs> Let's go. I'm good. There we go. There we go. Listen, I got I got I got crowned out before you. Because I want you to get right back on that level. Because listen, bro, when you when you was trying to be the voice of reason for niggas with doodle saying. <laughs> I just, I, I, I just really thought you was. I, I said, man, this man is ahead of his time. He's ahead of his time. Most niggas don't do that. Most niggas don't take up for niggas with doodle -doo, uh, 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 stains in their drawers, man. 
Most niggas don't do that. Alcohol. For you to do that as a man, it represented that you was just keeping it real as you can be. Nah, I was lying. I don't have to do these things. <laughs> nah, you wouldn't lie. I was lying. Nah, you wouldn't lie. It's all right. It's all right. It's all right. We already, it's already down. You already said, hey, big niggas sweat. You already went through the whole routine. Yeah. It's all good. I'm a big nigga. I understand. Yeah, yeah let's move on. But I, 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 you know, it's called carrying baby wipes, people. Don't, it's called carrying baby wipes. Don't, don't, don't get caught up in a mess. But, you know, he did that. God is good. God is good. God is good. He didn't change his life around. He got some man wipes. Um, let's get on these topics. What we going to talk about? What we going to uh hold on hold on before we do that i i, I take that uh down I, I i want to give a super shout out to the vendors that we have in here oh yes absolutely we have great vendors in here um we have the parker brothers of course you know we gonna do our thing um we also have three mac, three mac in the building we also have cuties infused tasty treats bitches <laughs> we be in here infusing shit, bitches. It be good and shit. I didn't even bring all I had, bitches. And then what we got? Enhancing beauty. Enhancing some other shit that she just said. But I ain't gonna say it. Because I forgot already. <laughs> so good. Custom made, sincerely yours, crochets. Are these crochet braids or wigs? No, they're items. Oh, they're clothes. Excuse me. I take that. I'm sorry, y'all. I, I do apologize. Um, I because I heard crochet and the first thing popped in my head was braids. Um, these are crochet clothing. Clothing. So uh, check them out because um. I didn't even know you can crochet clothes, but I don't do anything about sewing, so I don't know shit about shit. <laughs> but she here and she representing. And then we also, oh, I'm sorry, you. Oh, that's your, oh, you did your coat? Oh, she fly, y'all. She fly, y'all. Hey, her coat, her coat is fly. Like by the end of this evening, she gonna be on camera. I want her to show that coat off. That coat is fly. Um, and she did that herself. So shout out to her. Um, and then last, but certainly not least, what do we have? Delicious custom cakes and treats. Listen, I've seen a couple of things that she did. If you was on my live, you've seen a couple of things that she did. Hey, she is really dope. She got a Jordan cake that I seen that was amazing. I might, I might um uh, my birthday's coming up in february i might if i if, if i got enough money you know i gotta i gotta sell a lot of cans uh for that <laughs> but um i'm I, I i might have to just rock with her um no like she really dope i'm gonna check and see if them cakes is good because you know i'm one of them people i ain't gonna i ain't gonna sit you to somebody and then it just look good and then it's horrible i'm gonna taste it and if it's right and legit oh yeah you know she gonna get super plugged but She's here, so I know she got a super plug already, and I'm so glad that she's here. Um, I almost brutalized her name when I seen it because I didn't say it right. So I'm glad she said that out loud. 
Um, and also, she's out of St. Louis. Like, so we touching the west side and the east side of Missouri when we uh, when we do these vendors, man. And I appreciate everybody for showing out. For me, you guys are our sponsors. Um, every uh, every time I do any type of live event, Lindsay do any type of live event, the Ish We Talk, Parker Brothers do any type of live event, I, I'm so glad that the vendors come out because you guys are our sponsors. The people that you bring through uh, help us be who we is. So I respect and love every last one of y'all to the fullest. Yes, absolutely. Thank all you guys for coming. Yes. All day, all day. Now, let's get on these uh, topics. All let's right. get on some BS. Also, we're going to be playing a game. I keep on saying also through this. Mm. It's, it's crazy. Yeah. I, I just keep you from not saying a word. Yeah. It's crazy. You've been drinking. I've been, I've been drinking. I've been drinking. <laughs> no, not even that though. I just want to get a lot of things out before we start. Uh, keep your phones on. Uh, because if you keep it, 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 it's a game we're playing. You got to keep your phones on. All right, I'm gonna be quiet on that. I'm gonna be quiet. Okay. Nah, for real. Nah, I'm just playing. <laughs> The next time you can cry when you say that Glenn said that. Next time I can cry when I say that Glenn, I don't cry. I don't cry, man. I ain't, I ain't you know what I'm saying? I'm a thug, nigga. I don't cry. <laughs> All right. So let's get on to these topics. Um, so the first topic is, uh, since we are in the 50th anniversary of hip hop, we want to kind of like talk about a little hip hop. Um, one thing is I'm putting out to everyone that would like to share is what um, made you fall in love with hip hop? Like what was that pivotal moment that made you be like, this is my jam? So you have a um, story to tell? Yep. Um, I'ma keep it a total bean with y'all. Um, the first time I fell in love with hip hop uh, was, uh, cause you know, most people would try to tell you something when they was like eight or nine years old. I ain't gonna do that. Um, the first time I fell in love with hip hop is the first time I heard Vinny Vinny Vici. Uh, that is a uh, Ja Rule album. Um, yeah, the first one. The first Ja Rule album, Vinny Vinny Vici. Um, and the only reason why I fell in love with uh, hip hop right then and there is because I actually heard a nigga that sounds like me that was making actual music. Um, you know, it's hard to grow up the raspy voice kid. You know, um, so you especially- you with that voice? Yeah, like, <laughs> I, it, it's hard to like grow up every day and like, like, especially for me, like going to elementary school for all your elementary uh, teachers to tell you every time they ever talk to you, they ask you, would you was, or uh, was you sick? Are you sick? No, nah, I ain't sick. That's just the way I talk. I, my voice has always been this. Like, you know, and so when I heard Ja Rule the first time, um, that was the first time I heard somebody that sound like me. And so I fell in love with hip hop and then I like memorized everything that he ever said. And, um, him and DMX, them was, them was, uh, them was my uh, guys. So uh, them was the first guys that, that, that made me actually um, fall in love with hip hop. Um, Especially DMX, uh, and DMX was like vulgar. Like I used to rap, and my mama used to be so mad. She used to tell me I'm bringing demons in the house. 
Because I used to be in my, I swear to God, I used to be in the bathroom and I used to rap while I was brushing my teeth. I got blood in my eyes because I seen the corpse. I got blood on my dick because I fucked the corpse. Even though that shit is vulgar, that was how I sounded. Like, that was my voice. So I, I used to rap that every morning. My mama used to be like, you bringing demons in this house. You rapped that every morning. Before every school. morning before I went to school. So that's what you was on doing. That's what I was on doing oh, when wow. I went to school. That's wow. That the snake, the rat, the, the cat, cat, and the, the dog. dog. Yeah. What you gonna do when you out in the fall? Come on, that's it. Hey, like, like that was my uh, yeah, that was when I loved hip hop. Now, now I always been a um, I always was aware of hip hop, um. And then I'm, I, I it, this might, uh, it, this gonna be a, a total left because uh, my first uh, hip hop uh, song or our first hip hop album that I bought, I think I was 10 years old and I bought it with my own money. And it was, hey, little mama, why you dress so funky? Oh, yeah. Y2C? Yeah. yeah. I, I, me and my sister Benita, shout out to Benita. <laughs> <laughs> this how you know I ain't lying. We was in Omaha, Nebraska. I had $10. It was on sale for $8.99. You know what we came home riding with? Hey, little mama, why you dress so funky? Funky is a funky to the funky Y2C. Yes. That was the first hip hop album I ever bought. Hey, little mama, why you get so funky? Get on the floor, shake it like a dog. Shake it to the left, shake it to the right, shake it all night. Yeah, real yeah. talk. It was that was the first hip hop album I ever bought. Oh wow. Okay. Yeah. All right. So my story goes back to when I was a real little kid. My dad used to play um, MC Bree. Ain't no future in your front. And I absolutely freaking love that song. I loved it so much. I wanted it for my birthday one year, and he gave me the tape. Mm. Yeah, so mm. that was that was it for me. It never was, cause right, <laughs> right. <laughs> to the beach, yeah. It ain't no future in people front, man. Right. You got to so, be one hundred. So Glenn says um, it was LL Cool J. I'm bad for him, which I makes sense because. Glenn's old, so. Wow. <laughs> like, you're not going to shoot Glenn down like that. You're not going to shoot Glenn down like Love that, man. Glenn. Yeah. So, um, Cozine, my cousin Cozine, he says MC Shen and Kango Hat and Puma tracksuit. You were going way back with MC Shen, my yeah. dude. Like, ooh. That, that was good. Like, I went... I started getting um when I uh, I started getting to know hip hop uh like not even loving it but like yeah MC Shan was somebody that um uh, I uh I, I started listening to just because I started listening to shit like rappers of like uh, uh Curtis Blow things of that nature you know in the Midwest you gotta you gotta find it like especially um dealing with us because we uh we a lot of underground like my uh before I even heard them niggas I heard like um. Shelly Sale and uh, and uh, Killer Tay, um, uh, Gooch, um, things of that nature. So I had to go outside to listen to that. So yeah, you you dope for that. Yeah. Um, Daron, do you have a pivotal moment? 
Uh, I was shielded, man. My mom was strict in church. If you sung anything that wasn't Jesus, you could get whooped. It was it was bad. Uh, then I grew up. Jesus. It was yeah. It was like corny Christian like hip hop. Like you know, oh, I love Jesus. How about you? Right. Like, I yeah. You was going to school like, hey, have you ever heard this? My man has risen. Seven days in it took a long time. Um, the first song I heard was scared the shit out of me was Tupac in a month. Imagine being the first song wow. you hear. And I'm like, is that hip hop? Like, damn. Was, like, that the, was that the first Tupac song? The first heard? Tupac song. Like my dad was driving and he put on CD. He like that's why I fucked your bitch. I was like, I was like, damn. Like, damn. Like, I was like, I don't want to listen to that. I don't want to be that mad. Cause I started getting mad for him. Like yeah, fuck that nigga. Like I was like, you know. Oh, uh, it wasn't until later on in life in my in my twenties I went through a bad breakup. And I'm sitting, this is back when I used to play like rap videos. And I'm at my dad's house, I'm on the couch, depressed, it's a real bad breakup. And I, and I heard motivation, T.I. And uh, mm -hmm. T.I., you already know the Lindsay. Yeah. T.I. became like, I, I kind of turned into T.I. for a good six months there. You know what I'm yeah. saying? So I started doing a breakup. I was, I was, <laughs> hold on, hold on, time out, time out, time out. It was a thing. It was a thing. It was a thing. I just, I, I just gotta, I, I just gotta sit it where it is. <laughs> So you went through a breakup, and then the song you heard after the breakup was "Gotta Get on Your Job, Nigga." Hey, get on your job. Tell them it's motivation. Hey, better get on your job, player. Better get on your job. And then you, and then you was like, "Fuck these bitches." Real talk. No, real talk. How did that make you go? How did that make you be like, "Hey, fuck these bitches"? I was just mad, like, like, like. He became his songs became an anthem to What don't kill me make me better. All that, him, and it was ASAP. ASAP and motivation. Then I told Lindsay about it. She been on hip hop, and this new. I was like, Lindsay, this guy named Ti. She was like, Yeah, I know. You're late. He's yeah, I'm late. Right. You know, because all I had was just like, you know, Jesus is the Lord who I live for. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Best thing I know. My friends, how you doing? I was like, I'm good, homie. You know what I'm saying? Happy side, you know what I'm saying? Right. You start wearing those pink hats, like right now in 2023, he started wearing those back then. <laughs> like, you was rocking the pink hats in 1998. Yeah. You tell was like, shit. Tell me shit, bro. Tell me that. Yeah. My Christian friends, you changed. You who are you? <laughs> <laughs> you was pulling up the church talking about, I got my beat. Down low, down low, down low, down low, down low. Real talk, you, hard, you hard in the fool for that. Real talk. But the fact that you, um, you, that was the first pop song. The first pop song I ever heard was um, Brenda Had a Baby, and then right after that was So Much Pain. Okay. Mm. Okay. My first pop song was um Digital Underground, same song. See, I didn't hear that until I actually seen the uh that the movie it was on. Oh, see, I saw the video. Yeah, I seen the movie it was on. I forgot the name of the movie, so I ain't even gonna try to like pick my brain for it. Yeah. But it was uh it was a movie with like Chevy Chase. Okay, uh 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 nothing but trouble. Not, uh, it wasn't nothing, nothing but trouble. Nothing but trouble, right? With John Candy, yeah, and, and uh Dan Apple was it that Chevy Chevy Chase didn't he more? Yeah, nothing but trouble. That's what it was called. Yeah, and, and I heard the but I I heard 
um, Brendan had a uh, baby and then like uh, so much pain. And like so much pain was like the uh, a real dope song to me because um, at the time when I heard it, uh, um, I was uh, going, I lost my brother Kushmir. Okay. And so um, my uh, brother used to play it all the time and my brother was locked up in juvie. Yeah. And like when um when he get weekend patterns, he would play it. And okay. so I was uh I was caught up in that and that was the first time I heard Pop. It was so much gotcha. pain because he would he would uh he would always play that shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. See y'all pop, man. That's why I started on See Y'all Pop. Brought the party down. I didn't bring the party down. I I'm just so I was just pain. doing that. It's I just said that wouldn't it, it, like it would have been it, I would have brought the party down if I'd have said like, yeah, that was I the first time I, I I fell in love with hip hop. Was over tragedy, y'all. Like, well, listen. Said, I lost my friend. My brother was in juvie. I was listening. Well, I lost to my bro- so I lost pain. my brother, and then my other brother was in juvie. So much pain. So much. But pain. I say this, I move on. So, Lance gonna decap this. The past week, because I didn't grow up with it. You can ask Lindsay. I've been listening to everything I didn't listen to back then, from Jay Z first album up till now, Nas first album up till now, Outkast first album. And I'm looking like, damn, I've been missing this. You know what yeah, I'm saying? You've been really, you been really listening to fuck the devil, nigga. Jesus Christ is what it is. <laughs> like, you've been really listening to that for a long time. Christian hip hop came a long way, though. It came a long way. So, it has. It uh, has. I just can't get mad at it. Like, I'm like, like, yeah, nigga. I'm like, I can't to Christian hip hop. You ain't like, supposed to. That's I know. Before. I know. You ain't supposed to. You're supposed to feel uplifted. You're supposed to be like, man, fuck. The devil and like and, and Bob to that, like you know, you're supposed to like shake that laugh. He's happy. I don't know, I don't know what you're supposed to do to that. I don't listen to a Christian hit him up song towards the devil, huh? A Christian hit a him Christian up, Christian hit him up version. Like, what would that what sound would like? Be that? What would it sound like? That's why he died on the cross, you fiery mother. Like, what? Uh, yeah, I don't know how they, <laughs> it's like, what? It's I don't know how they would do that. I don't know, it'd it, it be no way. Because the introduction, the introduction, you can't do anything to the devil with that introduction. Yeah, he was, he, yeah that was yeah, pretty strange. Like, yeah. that's why I didn't have sex with a Jezebel. You be like, what? <laughs> I, I don't know how you would. Uh, Some like, of it for 16 years, nigga. I don't like, know how you would set that out. <laughs> like, yeah, I don't, yeah. Good First off, bless your mama. Yeah. Like, what the hell? Like, nah, I forget you, punk. Like, what the hell? We ain't doing that. <laughs> it ain't that. Don't, I don't think that's how it works. Yeah, yeah. I could be wrong, though. Yeah. I could be wrong. Hey. Uh, does anybody have a pivotal hip hop moment? No, we all don't listen to hip hop. Okay. That's what I'm like. Everybody <laughs> got it. Yeah. This is what the audience is here Come for. On, I'm gonna go to Mac. Mac. Yeah, Ooh. yeah. Uh huh. Yep. <laughs> yep. Oh, Yeah. 
Who phone is that? Who phone? Hold on, time out, bro. Who phone just went off? All right, come on up. Come on up to the table. <laughs> yeah. Here go the game. Listen, check this out, y'all. The game is if your phone goes off, you gotta take a shot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can talk. You can talk. You can come on up. Come on up. I got a shot glass right here for you. It's all right. It's all right. I ain't gonna get you too lit. Man, Eric. But you said I, I wanna uh iterate. Do you wanna get rid of this or something else? Full knee replacement. Listen, ain't gonna last for long. Listen. I'm glad that Stewart paid for it because a couple of shots of vodka, you're gonna be a you gonna be pop locker. No, you're gonna tell it. You're gonna tell it. Um, I'm uh, <laughs> good job, good job. Listen, that's what I'm talking about. Team sport. Um, so you said tag team. That old tag team. So you was really at the house talking about whoop, there it is. Whoop, there it is. Tag team back again. DC's in the house, jump, jump, with noise. Y'all are wild. Shout out to Benita in the background for even timing with y'all. Another bad creation. Aisha, you are the girl I never had. And I want to get to know you better. Her name was Maya. So you was like, Maisha, you were girl I never And I wanna get to know you better. Oh, Maisha, hey. That's crazy. She probably trash right now. <laughs> she probably trash right now. Still see in the hood. You Shout out to my agent. You still sing the song to her? <laughs> Shout out to my, you know why you don't sing the song to her? Because she trash right now. Because she trash right now. She good people, she just trash. She just trash. You know what I mean? You listen. You know what I mean? People like you used to have crushes on and you still like really re respect them and love them. But then in, in, at the end of the day, you'd be like, man, she trash. I'm glad I never did that. I, 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 I remember that girl with you. I, I forgot her name. You remember? Oh! <laughs> you know what? <laughs> but you know, hey, listen. This wasn't about me. This is the way I'm back. But you know what? Still the same old business. I'm glad because... She trash right now. <laughs> Ooh, yeah. yeah. First, first, that Illmatic man, I was, I was, I was messing with the 
Yeah, yeah. They, uh, Outcast, man, they 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 stay phenomenal. Right. Every every yeah. every track. Yeah. yeah. Who else, else we got? Why everybody want to be quiet? So I want to hear it. We want to hear it. The message. The message was like major for us because that was like the first song. And back then, everybody I knew, they would have like Monte Carlos or Grand Prix or, you know, where they throw stuff in the back. So the whole damn church just rattled. Mm -hmm. And that baseline working. So the message was one of the first songs. Captain Von was like one of the DJs. Captain Von you went there. And I know about Captain Von That's hard. He introduced us to hip hop. So we fell in love with everything. He was playing KRS One. He was playing MC Light. He was playing everybody that was anybody back then. Yeah. We were getting concerts. We got to see Cool Body in. You know, uh, Grandma Splash and the Furious Five. We got CD. Mm. Mm. Our seat was my favorite. Skip day or the seat of the day of World Fun. Back in the day, we had all the concerts of World Fun. Yeah. We got the Splash, Gabby, Cameo. They was actually showing up? Yeah. <laughs> because, like, I, yeah, I, I went through the I went through the age of they were saying that they was going to be a certain spot and they wouldn't show up. Show. Think Jodeci is better than Drew Hill? Yes. Yeah. Solidified vocalist. Jodeci only got two. But you know what? That's all they needed. Because Devontae really was never a singer. He was always the writer. And Delvin uh, and Dalvin was never a singer. Dalvin was either. He was like a backup. Yeah. 
And he can sing, though. For what? He can, he can sing for what? He had a single. He had a single. I bought it. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> The best album they ever had. Diary of a Mad Band was the second. Band was it was the second one. Yeah, it was it did because it was a it, it was the uh self-entitled Jodice. No, it was Forever My Lady. Forever My Lady and then Diary of a Mad Band. I give you I give you, yeah. We know Drew Hill was heavily inspired from Jodeci. Yeah, they was. The question is, can LeBron be better than Jordan? I don't think. And can, and can no. Drew Hill be better than Jodeci? Like, you know what I'm saying? Because Wait, so you think uh, Drew Hill is better? Thank you. You do. Thank you. Oh. Thank you. Oh, hold on. Now. Thank you. Listen. What? Can you li listen? Into the Drew. Into the Drew. Can you listen to every song front to back? Thank you. Thank you. Now, and then the original Drew Hill album. Can you listen to every song front to back? And they got and they got classics on it. But the first notice the album. The first one. The first one. I'll give you Diary of a Man Band. Which was the one with Stand in My Left, Stay Forever My Lady? Stay Forever My Lady. That was the first one. It didn't miss. No, Forever My Lady is the first one. Yeah. Can I come and talk to me? Or can I talk to you? There's no Stay Forever My Lady. Yeah. I mean, it had, it had. No. And my favorite Jodeci song is on Forever My Lady. Is I'm still waiting. That Don't play hard. that because I'm gonna sing hard. every word and sound just like KC. <laughs> and the reason why I say Jodeci is because you don't know nothing about Drew Hill. Oh man, listen, that's a hard thing. Drew Hill. Yeah. I'm gonna tell you something. And that's on Diary. Listen, that's I'm gonna tell you because we didn't took a left, but this is what we do on the It's We Talk. Because now we're yeah. talking about Drew Hill and Jodeci. <laughs> we ain't even talking about hip hop no more. Oh, listen, I'm gonna tell you the truth. Listen, if you Drew Hill is one of the best pound for pound songwriting groups that anybody has ever heard of. They had an entity of, check this out. They had a dude that wrote. They had a nigga that produced. Do you hear? Beauty. And these are the times. These are the times. Beauty. In my bed. Or we not making love no more. In my bed. Angel. Tell me. Five steps. <laughs> um, uh, What are we going to do? They remade Love Train. Uh, 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 shit. Dude, I, I'm talking about I can go on. Dude, listen, I'm gonna tell you, I'm gonna tell I listen, now that my sister here, because she can tell you the truth on this, because I don't be liking a lot of y'all, I'll be telling y'all the honest to God truth. Listen, <laughs> my sister used to hang out with her friends and go get high. And you know what they used to like to do? Sneak in the house and listen to me singing through here. Because <laughs> I was singing the shit out of this shit. My mother, my mother had a a, a a sound system in her room, huh? Oh, we not even gonna get that. I that I used to dye my hair, but oh. we not going there. Man, listen, 
What I'm saying is that's, that's why we're having this combo. Okay. Yeah. I, I used to I used to think Cisco was a shit. So Cisco was a comedian? Yes. That's why I messed with you. Let me tell you something. Let me tell you something, sir. He said it all makes sense. Let me tell you something, sir. Cisco has got one of the best R&B vocals that you are ever going to hear for the next 30 to 40 years. They go hard still. Yeah, but it's like 50, 11 of them now. Every song, yeah, yeah, yeah. Every song, but every Josie, every Josie. Every dog, what's every Jodeci? That was KC. That was okay. So, what do we do? The same thing, right? He, he, he oh my god, you're not Jodeci. Jodeci. Yeah. Jodeci. Yes. The thing about the thing about that nigga KC is KC couldn't hold it as long as Cisco could. Sis, uh, it's, a, it's a track on uh, on uh, Enter the Drew called What Are We Gonna Do? And this man held a baritone. For five seconds for every rep. Now I don't know how y'all I see, so I don't know how long y'all think five seconds is, but five seconds is a long time for a man to say, yeah. <laughs> KC could never. So so what you put to KC could never. He could, he could. He's screaming at you. Yeah, hey, listen. Would you put Drew Hill up against any other or, uh, a group in the nineties? Of course I would. Black Street. Of course I would. One twelve. Of oh hell twelve. <laughs> One twelve got three good songs. What the fuck? Hold on. Wait a minute. You trying to fight tonight? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, hold up, bro. I'm here. All for, them can buddy. sing. All hold them on. can sing. Hold Every on. last one of them do Time out. Time out. Um. One thing I will say, because because I'm glad my sister here, because she could say, listen, every morning I used to walk her to high school singing the uh, singing the 112 intro. So she can never tell you that I don't respect 112. Yeah. They have but more we, than three songs. But what I will say is, <laughs> the only thing that everybody remembers off of them is Cupid, Peaches and Cream, and what else? Anywhere, sweet love. Thank you. Sweet love. Ain't no sweet love. Don't nobody think about sweet love. Fuck what you talking about. Only you. Don't nobody think about only you no more because they only wait for Macy's fucking verse. Uh, 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 what's the other one? The breakup song. The I'm over you song. Love you like I did. Oh, yeah. Love you like I did. Nobody. Does anybody know love you like I did? Who don't know it? You just got one. First of all, we talking about R&B. Uh, right now, when we're supposed to be talking about hip hop, even though hip hop been celebrating their 50th birthday for the last 16 years, <laughs> we're going to talk about hip hop right now. Shout out to Southwest. I went when it was the integrated. So I was in the late 70s. That was when I first started. So 
know, they really weren't used to black people being there. White people were pulling their kids out. Yeah. Because they didn't want their kids going to school with black kids on the bus. But we were being bus from this same, a few blocks south of the neighborhood. If you live past Woodland more than one percent, you went southwest. Yeah. Yep. That neighborhood. So it was a change, but we were still able to be who we were. We were able to express our blackness. There were so many clubs and stuff and things that we could do and see. And we used to go, uh, most of the places we did back then, the performers that would come would come to the municipal and they would get a little after price like the Hilton. The Hilton was downtown. There was a hotel right over here off the 12, right off the freeway. That was Howard Johnson. They used to have a lot of Yeah, money. yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember that. I don't remember that, but I remember the other day I was at. I love that. I love cause they, like you just reminded me of like old school KC. Like um, for our viewers just watching this, uh, if y'all don't know where we from, we from KC, and you just reminded me of old school KC. Especially when you mentioned that hotel, because I remember um, when, like, um, when I remember, like, um, before uh, before Rich the Factor was Rich the Factor, like, I remember going to spots, no, no, uh, and especially that hotel, that, and then Emico right up the street where we are, uh, where we at right now, where we were going uh, and, and we would like um, really, really big up Rich the Factor. He was going, to, and then I never forget Romeo Ronell at that hotel. Uh, that was the first time I ever knew that you could actually sample a song. I didn't know shit about sampling a song before Romeo Ronell. Shout out to Romeo Ronell. That is a Kansas City great. He remade It Never Rains in Southern California. And it was, it never rains in Southern Kansas City. And they tell me, and I thought that shit was amazing. And I was a kid when I heard that shit. That shit probably came out in 93. Right here, when that vision as a rocket came out, this car works right here with the U-Haul truck car, that was a fucking ass car. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Prospect was lit. Prospect was hard. Listen, Prospect was hard. Like, lit. and now that I'm thinking about it, like, I have to change my game. Like, I I, I loved, I, I loved hip-hop because of the way my city embraced hip-hop. My city loved hip hop. My city wanted every bit of it because it was something a part of us that wasn't nobody trying to know what I'm saying, really represent. And like, we was representing everybody. Like now that you say that, cause I wasn't a part of what you was a part of, but I never knew that like they were showing up because I grew up in an era where um, promoters were getting beat. Like I grew up in an era where Trick Daddy would, would, would beat us. Like they, it, Trick Daddy would say, Give me ten thousand dollars, and he wouldn't show up to a spot, and so niggas had to fill in for it. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, I grew up in that era. Like, I grew up in that era of they always they promoting people on flyers, and them people wouldn't show up, or they would show up and not perform. They would just yeah, they would just say, "I'm only here if you want me to perform. You got to give me some more money." Yes. Yes. Yeah. Wow. See, that's dope. See, I remember Body Works and I remember Seven uh Seventh Heaven. They would have uh they would have real ass concerts right out, out of that. That was the first time I ever seen Killer Tate. Yeah. 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 Yeah.
Louis and Gary, really Louis and Gary, if you see Louis around, he's still around. One of the biggest promoters in this city. One of the biggest promoters in this city. There was a, a, a white guy, he was from Kansas, but he had keepers, company. He was a big promoter. They used to bring the shows here. We always had something going on. I mean, like, literally, there was always music. Broadway used to come all the time. There were concerts, the functions would come all the time. Candy up, all the time. Yeah, yeah. All the time, hey, look up. We were getting the show, so this is happening now. I don't really know. Yeah, it's brand new now. Like, yeah, it, it, it's brand new now, man. What year was it when we supposed to that big old concert, Mayday Beach Party? Remember that Mayday? Was 2000. <laughs> yeah, I was about to say Mayday. that's 2000. Mayday yeah. Beach Party. Yeah. yeah, so Glenn says he had the Romeo Ronnell tape. Yeah, Romeo Ronnell tape. I, I mean, I respect you, Glenn, but the Romeo Ronnell tape? Nigga, I had four fucking albums and mixtapes. What are you talking about? You was you was you was slacking. Romeo Ronell is a staple in the city. Rich the Factor, Romeo Ronell, Fat Tone. These are Mr. Stinky. Let's not get it twisted. Mr. Stinky. Which is a horrible name, by the way. <laughs> so 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 what would you put? Because when I was going on, I, 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 well, when I, <laughs> is you? Yeah. So when, when I was growing up, I was shielded from my boys to listen to all that. And it seemed like they always put Tech Nine outside of it. I feel like Tech Nine was out. Like he was mentioned as one of the dopest rappers, but he never was mentioned in with the, with the, with the others. Was there well, Tech Nine never tried to be a gangster rapper. Tech Nine wanted to be a rapper. It's a difference between being a rapper and being a gangster rapper. Tech Nine never wanted to be a gangster rapper. Tech Nine gonna give you some gangster shit. Don't get Tech yeah. fucked up. Yeah. But Tech was never a gangster rapper. Tech was a fucking um. Uh, uh, a uh, real dope ass MC. He was a real wordsman. He was he was a lyricist. It's a difference. Like we 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 can talk what we want to talk about everybody that I just mentioned, but out of all them, Tech Nine is a real motherfucking lyricist. What an art! You know what I'm saying? Rich developed that at an older age. Rich developed being a lyricist older. Like uh, when like. When Rich started making tracks called, um, you smell rubber when I hit the gas. You smell rubber when I hit the gas. Oh, you smell this rubber. Like, yeah, that's when he became a lyricist. I got a question for you. Me shielded. I'm a kid. One year, everybody started talking like Rich the Factor. They want to talk like the year before. I yell a boy. I cuss. I, I first of all, I this one. I was like, nigga, you don't want something like that in like a few months ago. You know all right, boy. All right, we gonna go over here. All right, you need my goons. You know what I'm saying? You know, <laughs> like what the fuck? <laughs> you know the honest to God truth. Um, Rich, that's that that that's actually my people. That's my that's my brother's people. That's my brother's cousin. So I can never um disrespect and i i love it i i love everything like no disrespect i know you did but i'm like i loved when the city was sounding like rich i'm gonna keep it real because i was family so i love when everybody pulled up and was like all right y'all mine that's just what it is you gotta it, it is what it is you're gonna do what you you better know what you better know what cuz like i used to love it like when they talk at the side of their mouth man I'm gonna tell you some shit that used to fuck me up so much. Um, I met uh the first time I met Rich, I met Rich through my brother, because like I said, that's my brother's people. Um, 
And it was so funny because everybody was saying Amico like he said Amico. So it was so stupid um, to hear from him because I was like, I heard this shit already. And I hate to say it like that, but he was like, nah, I'm about to pull up at the gas spot at the Amico. And I was like, that shit sounds so cliche. Like, that ain't that nigga for real. But that was that nigga for real. But everybody used to be like, nah, I'm about to pull up at the Amico. And so when I first heard him say that, I just didn't think it was him. I was like, he ain't, that ain't him. But that's the definite. I was like, nah, because I heard everybody say it before. I tried talking like that. My dad sucked the shit out of me. What the fuck wrong with you? <laughs> you don't talk like that. Hey, yo, dad, I'm hungry. Give me some eggs. You <laughs> uh, whooped my ass. <laughs> it's got to be turf politics, bro. It's got to be tough. I, I, if you going to say it, if you going to be like that, cuz, I'll be, be for real. You're going to do your own thing. It almost comes kind of close to the Bay Area moving fast. Yeah, they're faster. They way faster. Yeah, but it is similar. Yeah, thank you. Thank you. When it comes to the bubble, we don't do none of that. Listen. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to Rich. So, Shout out to Rich, baby. Yeah, so Marvin says, I love y'all fam. And that's how much influence Rich had on the town. Casey is the town. Casey is the town. I got a story, I got a story about Rich, but I ain't even going to tell it on this podcast. Derry <laughs> uh, says, yo, yo. And um, Glenn says, you dig. You All dig? right, so that is, uh, that is <laughs> hip-hop talk. What was that? Before we go on that, uh, uh, the Last thing from Rich, Chapman recorded. You dig? <laughs> everybody wanted to be a part of Chapman recording uh, when he said that. Like everybody did, they uh, they they uh, they albums the Chapman recordings after he said Chapman recorded. Judge, yeah, yeah. Chapman recorded. You dig? They know. Hey man, Rich, Rich is a real general in the city. In the city, man. Nah, he everywhere. He everywhere. Like, come on, He's man. Definitely getting his flowers tonight. Hey, listen, that that that's the only underground nigga I know um, that pull up in a Maybach for real, for real. Yeah. Like, no, for real. Like, chandelier ceiling and all that. Like that nigga for real. Yeah. But that's you know, shout out to uh, Hip Hop Fifty. Even though we've been celebrating Hip Hop Fifty, what it seems like. Since 2013, but we gonna keep it moving. <laughs> yeah, but we gotta, we got to give it another age. God, <laughs> uh, it's cool. We can look at age gracefully. That's that's the key word. Well, age. We've been celebrating hip hop 50 since the fucking pandemic. Really is this year is the first year for real. This is the 50s. And I will tell you that because I was 18 when everything started happening. We just celebrated our 20 years. Mm. Yeah. So hip hop started in 83. I graduated high school. Man, 50, man, hip hop didn't start in 83. Yes, it did. Hip hop started somewhere between the 60s and the 70s. No, exactly. Like, <laughs> And if you want to do that, hip hop is 40. Uh, 
And if you if you count parliament, you count break dancing, you uh you count all that. All that that's why I said if you count all that, hip hop started in the sixties. So that means what year was that when uh uh the Grandmaster died with the Rugby and uh Aerosmith? That was eighty. That was in the eighties. That was like eighty one, eighty eighty. I'm just I listen. I um. I wanted to be an MC growing up before I realized, you know, you got to do a lot of things uh, in your life and everybody ain't going to be what you want to be when you first, uh, uh, the first thing you think about. You know, when everybody wanted to be a doctor and lawyer, I always said I wanted to be a rapper. Um, so, I, nigga, the first rap song I ever heard was Rap Dirty. Rap Dirty was um, a song that came out in 1968. So you can't not tell me. Uh, uh, hip hop is fucking 50 years old. According to the Kennedy Center, DJ Cool Herc, early 70s, 1973, DJ Cool Herc, 1973, that was like the, the according to the Kennedy Center. Uh, again, Rap Dirty was yeah. invented in 1967. Yeah, I mean, that makes sense. Yeah, I mean, yeah. 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 Yeah, that's what we go through. Like, I mean, if you think about it, um, if you if, if you think about it, we we you you go through your collectives of every five years. I'm sorry, am I going too much? No, I'm not. Uh, I was about to say every five years you go through a saturation of music, and then you get um in that five years you get one person that sounds different, and then for the next five years you get a lot of people trying to sound like that one person. This is just, uh, this is what's been happening since 1995, um, um, and, and and that's because uh, when Pac died in 1994, you had a bunch of motherfuckers that tried to be like Pac, and then you found an original uh, original nigga, and then after that, everybody tried to sound like that original nigga, and then you go through that cipher, and then you find an original nigga after that, and then it, and, and, and then it just goes on and goes on and goes on. Yeah, you just got plug and pull. The thing is, right now that the world is so saturated with hip-hop um they just push everybody even when they sound the same even when they have the same name they just push it so much because that's where the money is they never it's not no more where people are actually being like this is actually what's going to set things off this is what's going to change the caliber this is what's going to make an mc like and in in the nineties, and then in in the early part of the two thousands, before two thousand and twelve, baby, motherfuckers was actually looking for solidified different niggas. They were they they wanted different type of music. They didn't want everything to sound the same. Record labels didn't want to sound like the same uh, uh, different record label. Nowadays, all record labels want to sound the same because all of them are pushing the same numbers. So they just you know what I'm saying. As long as the money's good, they're not giving a fuck. They don't want, you know what I'm saying, the, the different uh, things. The, the last time we had a different person come out was Little Baby. And you know the funny part about that is he had to fight because a motherfucker was named the baby. And so that's, that's, that's the thing that we got going on right now. 
we got we got a bunch of little dudes that is really cold but the problem is they're not they're never going to get their shine because they don't they don't sound like everybody else it's a cookie cut thing now it's a cookie cut out if it if, if it's not the cookie cut out they're not trying to put money behind it some of them, if they can't, if they can't get you to push the agenda that they want, right. you won't get it. Listen, that's a whole thing. I don't, I don't even want to talk about how they be doing that. When you when you talk positivity, they push your shit way to the back. When you talk about killing each other, oh yeah. And when you talk about having unprotected sex and fucking everybody, and, and they put you right up there in the front. We see what's going on right now. Listen, I ain't, I, I'm not downplaying female MCs. But I'm saying right now, do y'all think y'all got to solidify female MC? I, I was about to say, Nikki. I hope not. We always going to have Nikki. You always going to have Nikki. But what is Nikki doing right now? Oh, Gina. I, I, I like Bailey and a little bit more. Does she just think a little more solid like the shit she pushing out? She can back it. You like Megan a little bit more. Megan sucked more dick than everybody in this room. <laughs> <laughs> And that's still whole mentality. But that whole mentality. Diana Ross fucked everybody in the industry and never talked about it. And never talk, you gotta put your business out there. You ain't, to be a lady, you ain't, the art of being a lady is, hey, whatever I do in the bedroom is what I do in the bedroom. I ain't gonna, I ain't gonna speak about it. Once I start speaking about it, then look, every I'm allowing everybody to downplay me for being who I am. It is. It's yeah. It's it's it sales. It sales, but exactly. That's what I'm about to say. Can you be an MC? Can you be an MC though? Like, like what you saying right now? Because now that Megan want to be an MC, how many people checking for Megan Thee Stallion? Exactly. Because she started off saying I sucked everybody did. And now she changing up though. And, 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 and how many people check for? Her? Exactly. So you need to stand on what you want to stand on from the gate. That's the thing. That's what uh, a lot of I always tell people. Listen. That's why I, I big up people like Rafi. I was about to say that. Rafi you know, hard. because she can do whatever she wants. She can she can suck and fuck whoever she wants, but she ain't never gonna put it in a rap song. But she gonna make rap song. She gonna she gonna be lyrical with it, and that's what's gonna keep her always being relevant. But I like her. Artists like her. I saw her in concert. That little girl is so good. She's like yeah, but she puts people to sleep like me. No, uh, yeah, I was about to say. Yeah. And I give you that. She's very legit. talented. Yeah, she's she very legit. talented. She would make a killing in lullaby. Yeah, people appreciate bars. Yeah. But Glenn says. Well, I ain't got I ain't got to smell her to like her music. <laughs> Not right now. Well, I didn't pay seven. I saw her. And she was amazing. I I know. I, it's a lady. It's a lady I work with. Right, paid right. a lot more to go see Beyonce. 
further down. I know you evolved, but I don't I don't see that. I just don't because I see the real talent that I know you got versus she, she told it all the way around. I was about to say, I'm not even going to go down there. I'm going to stay in the back with that one. Right. Let's talk about Beyonce. Right. Right. Well, I have my Ivy Park on. We're not going to go down there. That'd be a whole other hour. But Glenn says, um, they make in the trenches when you talking about, um, oh boy. Yeah. Um, and he also says, 1973 is the year that Cool Heart threw the first hip hop party in the Bronx. So that's where they get the 1973 from. And he also said, um, let the record reflect. I said that factoid about hurt off memory before Google assisted, LOL. <laughs> Glenn, Glenn, factoid. You still like women with hair on their oh, vagina. God. We're not even going to do that. We're not going to do that. We're not doing that. You're not going to tell us factoids. When you still like hairy vagina, stop it. Hi, mom. Hello, auntie. Hello. Yeah. Christian hip hop. Christian right. hip hop. <laughs> Christian hip hop. You want me to go there? Even Mary had hair on her face. And Jesus gave birth. Give him that. Like, what? what? We're not doing that. We're not doing that. Let's stop. Uh, Glenn says, "Bring the bush back 24." Let's move on. Let's move on. Let's move on. Okay. All right. So I feel like we had enough hip hop talk. So we're gonna move on to the next topic. Um, the deep dive into the babyface menace. So take it away. Oh. Okay, I'm gonna get real serious on this because uh, um, nobody really talks about this. So I want to uh, integrate this. It is a young 16 year old boy that nobody in this room even heard about um, out of Tulsa. Uh, but people should be talking about it. We talk about Megan Thee Stallion. We talk about every other uh, celebrity, but we don't talk about actually what's going on in our backyard. Um, this young man, um, in 2022 wanted to be initiated in the Tulsa Hoover Crips. And the way to do that was he stole a car and with a couple of people he was with. And when they stole the car, he pulled up on a five-year-old girl and he shot her in the shoulder and the neck because he wanted to be initiated into the Hoover Crips. Um, got caught. When he got caught, um, he went to a juvenile detention. Um, while he was in a juvenile detention, he was uh, not receptive to any of the therapy or any of the training that they were trying to give him. He ended up escaping. And then they found him four days later. Um, when they found him four days later, they harried up his trial and he ended up getting 50 years. Um, he got charged as an adult and he got, uh, he was given 50 years. Um, this is a 16 year old man, um, by the name of Noah Nay. Uh, Noah Nay, 
uh, was not only uh, victim to the streets, he was also victim to how society uh, just totally um, outcasts everybody that has a problem. Norne is a four foot nine, 90 pound, 16 year old male. Now think about that. Like I just said, he is a four foot nine, 90 pound male. He caused so much of a ruckus at a juvenile institution that the person that was defending him said he was dangerous. My thing is I'm not shooting down no one I'm not saying he's a bad person at all. What I'm saying is we as a society has totally failed Noah Nay. And hold up. Whose phone is it? Hold up. That's your phone. Oh! Shot, 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 shot. Here we go. All right. Thank you for playing the game. Now, back to some real shit. Yeah. Okay. So, um, not uh, downplaying that, but we as society has failed uh, Noah Nay because uh, Noah Nay is four foot nine and um, 16 years old. That tells me right there because of the people that I work with. Um, he had developmental issues that should have been um, treated and, and, and um, people should have been aware of him. Um, his mother and father has been in and out of jail. So I don't know. Uh, they did not uh, say if it's because of drug use or uh, for anything. They didn't try to bring that up, but they did say that his auntie said that the family and the uh, community neglected knowing that. So Noah Nay is actually a product of the environment when you actually do not try to take care of what's around you. We all talk that shit about it takes a village and a village didn't raise Noah Nay. Noah Nay actually had to raise itself. And so uh, a lot of people, because why we don't hear about it in the news is because they're trying to um, shoot it down because of the NRA uh, people. They're trying to say, like, um, he is one of the reasons why they're trying to uh, uh, stop the gun laws or uh, push the gun laws. So they, they're, they're trying to stop everybody knowing that this is what happened to somebody that doesn't get watched and doesn't get looked after. You know, so they're sweeping it under the rug. Tulsa is four hours away. We can hear about somebody that is 10, 11, 13 hours away sitting somewhere in Costa Rica, we can find out about what happened to them the very next day. And we don't even know what was going on with Mr. Noah Nay until I happened to just look upon it. I found it um, just by just uh, doing my uh, due diligence and just trying to figure out what's going on. One, uh, uh, I love my city and um, I, I, I'm, I'm, uh, I was born and raised in Kansas City, but I also lived uh, a couple of years of my life in Tulsa. So I try to keep up on it. So that's the only way I found out about it. Um, 
reason why uh, I deep dived into this and, and wanted people to really understand uh, things about this is we as a society is not actually doing the things that we say we're doing. We say we supposed to be um, we supposed to be a village. We supposed to be taking care of each other. We're not doing that at all. Um, when it comes to a special needs individual, a person with disabilities, things of that nature, we 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 shun them and we push them right on uh, to the side. And we're seeing what happens when we do that. That young man didn't have nothing but a gang to follow after, and even the gang, like, don't get me wrong, because. Um, Anybody in this room that grew up in the area that I grew up uh, uh, with, um, the gangs took care of each other. We uh, we actually um, talked to uh, talked to each other's mothers. We actually fed each other. We actually did a lot of things. But nowadays, these gangs are just doing what they see on TV, and they're not actually being what they, what they supposed to be. And uh, that that's a stickler for the community. How I grew up, and, and I, I ain't gonna sugarcoat nobody or uh, be on no extra. But I grew up with Bloods and Crips. Um, my cousins were Crips. My family grew up Bloods. We ain't never disrespect not neither one of us because we was family. You know, if it was some outside business, it was outside business. And we handled that shit outside. But that's nor here nor there. This man was growing, uh, this young man was around a bad environment that had him not only not know community, but thought in order to join them, he had to murder somebody in the community and it was a little girl luckily she survived but again i keep on uh i i, I want when i deep dived in this i want to always keep saying as we as a community we has we have lost our way when it comes to taking care of ours no nation that never went through that as a 16-year-old boy with issues, they already said he had mental problems, and then he already already had um, uh, disorders just because, I mean, if you look at it, he was 16 and four foot nine. So, you know what I'm saying? That's, it's disorders in there. Um, We didn't take the time to embrace this man and and make sure that he didn't take that wrong path. So, um, I deep dived in that just to let everybody know that, hey, we all go through certain things. We all know people that's going through certain things. It is never too late to reach out and help each other out. If it, if everybody in this room happened to know a Noah name, he wouldn't never did the things that he was doing. I mean, I feel, I feel appreciative that you say that and that you talk about it because the reality of it is that we create a society that we can't do that anymore. It used to be a point in time when my son was growing up, on 63rd Walton. Four days, you want to throw over my house, it's perfectly fine. I'm going to talk to you on the first. Right. And I'm going to tell you, whatever my son's going to be, you're in this house, you're going to get one to him. And now we have a society that no matter what the child is with us, if it's in school, if it's at home, the mom's going to have the back of the child and won't listen to the bad that the child is done. He refuses to allow the village to raise them. Right. So it should be fixed that mentality. We are lost as, as a species. Exactly. Exactly. But that's why, I mean, like I said, this is where, because, um, like I said, the reason why nobody talks about this is because they're trying to say 
that um, if you talk about that, then they're just going to bring up gun laws and they're going to try to shut things down um, with people with guns and all that. And so they're trying to sweep it under the NRA is trying to sweep it under the rug. My thing is, like I said, we have lost as a society because things like this is happening and no one is stepping foot. Now, I'm not saying we can save them all. Everybody knows somebody that we just couldn't save. But at the same time, when you're dealing with somebody like this, knowing they putting a gun outside of his hand, he couldn't hurt anybody. As violent as everybody say they is, they only saying he's violent because they don't want to deal with it. He can't really do anything that's really going to, you know what I'm saying, put a dent into society unless you put a gun in his hand. So with that being said, the problem with us is we're not talking or and we're not um pulling our, our, our the youth like we supposed to we're not actually being a village like you said we're not being a village anymore i'm not going to be on here telling you hey man fuck no and they no they needs to uh serve 50 years in prison no that 16 year old boy shouldn't uh shouldn't be doing 50 years in prison should he be doing uh, years in prison yes because of what he did he shot a young girl in the shoulder and the neck Yes, he should be doing that. Now, should he be tried as an adult? Yes, he should be tried as an adult. I will give you all that. Should he not? Should he be just thrown in there with a bunch of wolves and not, you know what I'm saying, and not get any type of treatment? No, he should get all the treatment he should, because that should tell us right then and there, it is a problem in our community where we're raising 16-year-old murderers. This is the problem. The whole thing in a nutshell. I, one thing I say in my job is everybody know a good way of complaining, but nobody wants to give me a solution. So what do you think would be an appropriate sentence? An appropriate sentence for uh, a young Noah Nay should be, uh, I want to say around 10 to 15 years, um, and then it should be uh, cut on good behavior and it should only go on good behavior with therapy and therapy should not uh stop because this uh um uh young man um is refusing it therapy should be given to this man that whole sentence now if he doing this 15 years if he stays in the system in 15 years and for those 15 years he refuses therapy that's when we should start talking about bringing a a, a continuing his sentence he should not get 50 years, 66 years old when this boy gets out. He's going to be a fucking monster. No. Grace of God, he, she didn't die because um, well, uh, when I deep dived into it, um, the, uh, the uh, doctor said if she had got an inch lower than where he shot her at the neck, it would have hit a main artery and she would have bled out. It just happened to go an inch over the artery and came uh, in and out of the neck. And that's what saved it. So, so he got more years than the murderer. Yeah. More years than, a murderer. than an actual murderer. And you know why they did it? And I, I'm going to deep dive because this is the thing that I always want to tell people. He got a problem, man. They're checking him out of society. It's going to make him worse. No, it's, it, 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 it does with it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But I'm going to tell you this. I'm going to tell you this. This is, this is the thing because... Um, my regular nine to five, 
I work with people with um, behavior disorders um, and mental disorders. Um, what I do know, like I, uh, when I keep saying we failed as a society, because what I do know is um, for a household, for mother and father to be in and out of jail, you know what they do to, because uh, they give everybody assessment, uh, an, an assessment. So for the, the kids that they deem normal, uh, they will place them somewhere else. They will put them somewhere where they deem that they are, um, they can go somewhere and they can strive. For the kids that have disorders, you know what they do? They leave them right fucking there. And that's why I said we we, we lost as a society because with young Noah Nay having the problems that he had, it is no way he should have still been in a situation where he had to fend for himself. Nobody protected him, so the uh, and the only thing he could do is go with what he's seen. Yes. Yes. Oh, they won't take them. They won't take them. Yeah, they won't take them. She said that. She said we neglected him. She said we did. So they wouldn't take them. And and as we know, um, if you have a, a a person in your family that is special needs, a lot of your family ain't gonna take. Them. I'm, I'm I'm gonna keep it one hundred with you. I'm gonna I'm I'm tell you the honest to God truth uh, because I, I, I'm, I'm never going to leave this panel because uh, this is what I do. I work with special needs kids. I'm going to tell you how my family is, and I know my family loves people. Um, it was a situation with uh, one of my nephews where they needed um, uh, they needed something where they uh, you had to uh, change out a, a catheter, and he had a, 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 a one of those things in his throat, a trach in his throat. My family went and 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 they tried their best. They went to the meetings. I asked my mother, uh, "Can I go to? Uh, could I go to learn these type of things?" And you know what they said? They said, "Don't even worry about it. They, we we don't want to put that stress on you. We don't want we don't want to put you under that stress because they didn't want to do it. Because they didn't want to teach me." It ain't had nothing to do with my family. It's they didn't want to teach me. My mama tell you right now, she in that office right now, and I said, man, what we got to do? I learned how to do all that. She said, nah, because they saying that they don't, they don't want to put that stress on them. Who the fuck is they? So I know if they do that, they definitely going to do that about somebody with behavior disorders. That's what I'm saying. We have totally lost it as a society. No one they shouldn't be going through this. I'm not saying he shouldn't be punished. This little boy has shot a young girl. Exactly. He should be. You're putting him in a, in a room full of wolves and you're expecting him not to be a wolf. And that's the thing. And you're expecting him with a, a, a low cognitive ability to think. You're expecting him to grow in a room where it is nothing but a bunch of snakes and vultures. And y'all are acting like it is his problem. It's not his problem. It's ours. It's every last person is it's all of ours. Because we actually supposed to be a village. Like I said, we, we can't save everybody. But we can fucking try. We all fail with knowing that. And I hate to say it, but it's the truth. We all failed as a person that loves Tulsa. I love Tulsa like that's my second home. We felt knowing that.
We all did. And everybody in this room that knows somebody with special needs or we know somebody with behavior disorders, when we say, oh, I don't want to deal with him, we're felling them people. We're felling. I do this every day. This ain't nothing that I'm telling y'all to be on no extra or, tell, or, or, or to move y'all hearts and make y'all act certain different. I do this every day. I deal with special needs children and adults every day. So I know this is just something we're going to have to suck up. Because it ain't going to change and it ain't going nowhere. So that's the problem. The problem is the, the, the city of Tulsa, his parents, his family, and people like us that are rather watch what's going on with Nicki Minaj instead of worrying about what's going on in our community, felt Noah Nay. And that's why Noah Nay got 50 years. And that's my TED talk. Sorry, but that's the truth. Yeah. Yeah. It's sad. And very passionate about it. Yeah, I I, I, I just as a person that, that works with people with um, behavior disorders, um, uh, when it comes to uh, disabilities and then also aggression and all that, I, I just I just know sometimes it just needs work. Yeah, yeah. It just needs work. It ain't everything ain't gonna be daisies, especially when you especially when you get them from an environment that already that's already fucked up. You just gotta keep working. The thing that makes me so dope about my job is when I know normally this will make somebody go off the hinges. And that day he say, hey, can you just walk outside and talk to me? I'm a little upset right now. That, to me, that's the best thing in the world because now I know you actually trying, you actually listening. You actually, you know what I'm saying? I'm actually being that person that I'm supposed to be. I'm actually being that village. I'm keeping you from doing that. Like I said, I, I, I will always say this. You can't save everybody. Sometimes you look at people and people just can't be saved. I, I've been working in this field for 15 years. You're going to look at people and you're going to know they can't be saved. But it's some people that you're going to look at and you're going to say the reason why they act that way is because nobody ever give a fuck about it. Let me give a fuck about it. It's, I, I, got people on, I, I got people right now that that call me that I know that are my clients that I just talk to for hours because they need somebody to talk to. Because a person that is there in their house don't want to talk to them. Don't want to let them watch their own TV. Don't want to uh, don't want to uh, uh, read a book to them. Don't want to play no game to them. So they sit and call me. I just had a situation where I just took a kid to the lake because the people that he was with said they didn't feel like doing it. This is the shit I'm talking about. You around people that's supposed to care about you, and they told you they don't feel like doing shit for you. That's crazy, and that's weird. That's weird, y'all. Like, just think about everybody sitting in this room. Just think about if your if you said, "Hey, mama, you ain't, I, I know you ain't doing nothing today. I just wanted to know if I can go to the park." And she looked you in the face and said, "Nigga, I don't feel like it." How you gonna act? How you gonna be? And y'all normal. So, how you think somebody with a behavior disorder is gonna be? How you think somebody with a, a aggression disability is gonna be? And then motherfuckers wonder why niggas is throwing shit in niggas' faces and breaking down windows. I just, I, I'm just, I, I, I'm, I, I'm always be that kind with, because uh, I expect people to treat me like I want to be treated, and I want to be treated with utmost respect. So that's what I give people.
of, uh, uh, of any disability, any problem, any normality. I'm going to treat you with the same respect I expect you to treat me with. And so my thing is, shout out to Noah Nay. I know you made a mistake in your life. You were 16, young man. You were 16. And I know what, uh, and, and I know certain things you're going through. And I know from what they said, man, people have failed you. But I'm never going to be somebody that ever says that you are an outcast just because you made a mistake. We made a mistake not really taking care of you, Noah. And I'll end it at that. Well, thank you for that deep dive. Um, Derek says, respect to you, Big Lee salute. And then Glenn said a while ago, who got that T-Mobile throwback <laughs> ring? <laughs> Next up, I have a question or a scenario and a question um, for everyone here. So um, I came across this story online. Um, this girl, she put on, I think it was Twitter. She had put on Twitter that she and her boyfriend cohabitate. They go half on everything. She had a relative that passed away and left her a $4 million inheritance. Mm. and mm. so she didn't really like her job so this allowed her to quit her job and then also um with budgeting she didn't she doesn't really travel or do too much or anything like that so with budgeting she can live off of forty thousand dollars a year her boyfriend feels like she should be paying full rent now and <laughs> and <laughs> he also is now pressing the issue of having a joint account and for them to put in money every <laughs> I month. Look at the women. <laughs> Hold on. <laughs> Hold on. Time up. Time up. I was about to say, time out before you do that. Time out. No. No, I, want you to, I want you to say that with nobody talking because I really want you to do it that step in. So finish that. What would you do, Marden? <laughs> there we go. <laughs> As a single woman with no kids, yes. In my big old age, uh, I wouldn't even fucking play with you like that. You don't like the way we pushed it? I'm rich, bitch. I'm, <laughs> rich. <laughs> I'm rich, bitch. No, I, can, I can make it. I can have one made. I got four million dollars, nigga. Yeah. Well, I, mean, I can go pay a dude. I'm gonna give you. Yeah. 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 Yeah.
important to have. Uh, that's her money. Yeah. And now, if he took it, that was his wife. And that would be joint. Hold on, hold on. I will say, in the state of Missouri. No, they didn't say how old they were. State of Missouri. If you're married, even if you're married, a lot of we earnings do not count. Even so. if they did count, they're not counting. <laughs> I mean, I would, I would, no, it I would. But I'm saying lottery income is just like inheritance. Like that shit do not count to, no, your, this, to your spouse. Inheritance is real income. Okay, I take that lot back. <laughs> That's a great question. Yeah. 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 Right, don't yeah. switch up. Yeah. It didn't say the time span. Mm -hmm. uh, he changed. Oh, he changed. Yeah. He changed his script. As a man, he found uh, the, the the minute he changed up was the minute that nigga woke up to get ready for work, and he was like, "Hey, you know you gonna miss the train?" And she was like, "Fuck that train!" And he was like, "Bitch, you just you fuck the train, but not me." Christian hip hop. <laughs> You can't put enough ride in me. <laughs> you can't part the seat even if you was Moses. Like, that's what we did. It just would work. Can I say something? I waste my money on something like that, that frivolous. But if that's what you all about, then that means that's what you always do. Can't, can't. Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah. And I would have switch to switch up. You. Yeah. So, I don't appreciate that switch up. But now that we, we, one of us, you think I wouldn't carry you if I wasn't supposed to? I mean, if I went you like that, I'm going to do that. But see, it depends on what age they are, too. Everybody ain't there yet. I'm a whole yeah. grown ass woman. So if I'm with you, I'm with you. Oh, yeah. no. If, if, if hey, we I'm not, we not share. <laughs> <laughs> Back in here, I, I, I think, I think, first of all, listen, 
I'm not even gonna. Uh, I'm just saying, whatever you did in your travels, if you feel the dick way back in here, <laughs> hey, listen, it, ain't, it ain't nothing. It ain't nothing about none of these new niggas about to do for you. <laughs> it ain't nothing about none of these new. About, if you ever been somewhere, you was like, girl, I built that shit in the head. At the most, they be like, I feel it in my stomach. They ain't never seen it. Girl, that nigga had my head hurt. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you can. Yeah, you're going to need it. Because, God damn. <laughs> she said, I need a nigga make my head hurt. Right here. Nigga, oh, give me a, can you give me a migraine, nigga? It's gonna be a nigga to just be like, you know what? I'm gonna just go ahead and buy a drink over there. Right. <laughs> ain't, no, ain't nobody got that migraine, dick. Like, <laughs> Deron, what was you gonna say? Uh, I was gonna say situa situations like that exposes the pre-existing nature of the relationship. Right. Uh, yeah. If he's really, if he's really holding it down like he should, no amount of money, no, no opportunity, no change in life, should change his position, his status in her eyes. And he shouldn't be intimidated by that. Yeah, it's gonna be like, damn, my girl got four million. I'm gonna be watching, like, okay, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna watch how you respond, but I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna, uh, if I'm holding it down already, like I know, I know married couples have been married for years. I know boyfriend and girlfriend who've been together for a minute and regardless of what happened, he has already proven to her that she can rely on him, depend on him. No matter how much money stuff is going on, when, when, when shit get real crazy, she depends on him because to her, he's her steady. Like, he, he holds it down emotionally, mentally, financially. Now he's not perfect, but, but, but he's, a, he's a dude, man. And so when she gets the money, she's already in the mindset of, hey, babe, let us. Let's right. let, let's yeah. do this. You don't have to fight for it because you already proven that a long time ago. Right. And so I think situations like this just exposes the nature. The fact that he has to react like that, that shows that he I don't know the whole story, but I just I teach my boys, I teach my sons, look man, don't for one, don't ever move in with a woman. Y'all move in, move in together. Or or she move in with you. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I mean, hey, hey, bro. Don't ever move in with no woman. And I, I teach him too, always be in the position, always be the thermostat and let her be the thermometer. You set the temperature, and when she's like this, you set the temperature to where it's steady. You know what I'm saying? Right. The fact that he's the one doing this, right? Not a good look for a man. You know what I'm right. saying? So, it's my but also be showing they relationship was already full of crap. Exactly. Yeah. Because he already he probably was putting it over here and he's running stuff. And then he's he's dropping you instantly. Exactly. Instantly. Now you got bad bad bags, and now you won't. Now you like I want this. You can't get it. Real talk. Like any dude that has to say, do, any, any dude that has to tell this woman and say, do this and do that, and you better do this to do that, I don't know how to explain, maybe you can explain, Lily. The certain way a dude moves in the, on, from the first date, he moves a certain way. She's like, damn. Like, I can't just, you know, I, like he demands respect without him seeing anything. It's how he respects himself, how he carries himself. That should have been established a long time ago without him having to say a word. You know what I'm saying? And so, uh, like you're right. You're right. I also tell my sons, don't date till you at least thirty. Experience some life in your twenties, man. Get to know who you are. You know what I'm saying? And uh, yeah, yeah. So it's it's not really young though, honestly. And my my whole thing is, I mean, just thinking about it, keeping it a whole bean. It's like I'm just never gonna stop doing what I'm doing anyway. Like you know, I'm just I, I'm I, I ain't gonna I ain't gonna go extreme. 
because I ain't the one that, you know what I'm saying, just one uh, or just inherited $4 million. But I ain't going to stop not paying the water bill. Like, what the fuck? Like, you know what I'm saying? It's like, I'm going to continue to do what I'm doing. And, like, it, it takes her to tell me, hey, don't worry about it no more. Because, I mean, my thing is this. I'm depending on, I ain't even going to say depending on the age. They could be young. They could be old. At the end of the day, she could be done with your trash ass because she's worth four million fucking dollars now. Yeah. So you still need to know that, like, hey, if I have to get out here, I still need to know how to pay my water, lights, and gas. You know, I'm not never gonna be comfortable. First of all, um, as a man, I don't care if your uh, if your woman got the money or if you got the money. You should never feel comfortable. You should always feel in in, in a place. And I know a lot of people look at me wrong for that. Uh, and even my girl look at me like, you can relax. No, as a man, you should not relax. You should always be worried about what can happen. You let your woman think about, hey, let's do this, let's do that, let's do this, let's do that. You should be working about, you should be thinking about contingency plans or if shit falls off. Because that's what they're going to be looking at. As a woman, that's what they look for you. Because if, if, if shit fails on their end, they're going to look at you. And I hate to say it like that, um, like women can't take care of themselves because y'all can full-heartedly take care of yourself. But when y'all got a man, a man should be able to be like, hey, don't worry about that. Don't worry about that. Yep. Now, when you have a man that don't do that, that's when you start being like, well, what the fuck am I doing this shit for? I could do, I could be, I could do bad all by myself. Yep. That's when y'all do that. When you got a man, a man's supposed to be that kind, like, hey. You know, or whatever you got, because I don't want to be that kind of disrespect any uh, community out here. If you just got a a, a, a person, um, a person should know that hey, I we gotta look at we, we gotta look after for each other for real. You know, for real, like you know what I'm saying. Like you take care of this, I take care of this. We gonna put this aside. You know, this is you know what I'm saying for rainy days for anything to come up. You this, put it aside here, joint account. <laughs> I would, I would, but the thing about it is, uh, uh, to be whole truthful about it, especially when you're in a relationship, y'all should have a joint account, you should have an account for yourself, she should have an account for herself, and you should have the savings for yourself, and she should have the savings for herself. That's the, that. That's how it's supposed to be. If you just want to keep it 100, that's how it's supposed to be. Y'all should, y'all should have a bank account together. Where y'all putting money in together. I don't care if it's a hundred dollars every month. That's what y'all putting in together. But you should have an account and you should have an a savings a savings account and she should have an account and she should have a savings account. And, and that's that's how it's supposed to be because that's how it's going uh that's how things are supposed to work. Now, when you love a person, that account, you're gonna always be like, My money's your money, but you should only be the motherfucker to be able to have access to. Cause some people you can't be like, hey, yeah, our money, yeah, my money's your money. Cause you know, they get to go into Starbucks too much. And you be like, this $350 a month for fucking pumpkin spice? Pumpkin spice be hitting, man. Yeah, fuck that. <laughs> you pay for it yourself. Yeah. Listen, uh, In the joint account. I had a, listen, the only reason why I say that is because I remember I had a dollar box. You know, I you know I always say the truth to y'all. I can't lie to y'all. I had a dollar box. I probably had like $140 in this dollar box, right? Because every time I, you know what I'm saying, broke any bill down, I put my dollars in there. My girl never put money in a dollar box. 
one time I was just like, hey, whatever you need, you just got uh you can get out the dollar box. I told her that one time. And then boom, fast forward, it was in the summertime. I'll never forget. I needed to get some uh, sh- uh some shine for my tires. So I was like, boom, I'm gonna get it out the dollar box. I knew I had dollars in the dollar box. I had at least $144 in that dollar box. Bitch, when I opened up that dollar box, it was three dollars in that bill. <laughs> I said, she was like, all I was doing was doing going to Dunkin' Donuts. I'm like, every day, goddammit. They hit too. Listen, that's how that's why I always say it makes sense to me. You don't give nobody access to your shit. You tell them it's our money, but you let me pull that shit out when I think we need that money. You know, same way, a man and woman, because it, 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 it go both ways. You know, some niggas grew up in the Mac Dre era. They feel like it's all on a bitch. They've been a drain you out. You know what I'm saying? If you let them. So you don't, I mean, that's what it is. But you, uh, everybody got to have that shit aside. First of all, I always tell people, I said that in my, uh, in, the, in the first uh, live we uh, had, I've said that during many podcasts, and I always say this, from the death of me, you gotta make sure that you pay yourself first. Yeah. Make sure you pay yourself before you do anything. I don't care what it is. I fuck them kids, fuck that husband, fuck that wife, all that. I mean, y'all, y'all might look at me wrong for that, but I'm telling y'all 100%, pay yourself first. Because when it's all said and done, them kids gonna leave, that man, he might smell another cooch, that woman can might sniff another dick. You need to pay yourself first because the last thing you need to be is to tell somebody, I'm leaving you, but I need $200. (laughs) You preaching tonight. Hey, I'm keeping it real. I'm just going to keep it real with you. It's the last thing you need. So Glenn says, soon as that check cleared, I would have been a recent memory. And he also said this about Marday. That Old grown ass woman coochie got hair on it. <laughs> Land is trip. Land is trip. You wasn't listening. You wasn't listening because you put it out there, Glenn. Land is trip. She ain't out here like Chewbacca, you weird ass nigga. <laughs> Stop. Stop it. All right. All right. So the general sentence is that the that the guy is, is full of shit, basically. Yeah, he full of no, shit. Oh, Landis trip, bitch. <laughs> oh, black ass bitch. No, I'm just saying. <laughs> <laughs> no nipple having ass, bitch. <laughs> oh, he said she ain't got no nipples. <laughs> <laughs> Around the block and shit. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Don't make no sense, man. Listen, babe. We're going to keep Glenn in our prayers. Yeah, we're going to keep him in our play. I'm just saying, man, listen, this is 2023. If you pull down the lady's pants and it ain't taken care of down there, don't feel like, oh, yeah, that's just natural. It ain't. It ain't, my nigga. Like, that shit should not have, it, it shouldn't have lock curls. Like, this shit shouldn't look like this. If, Pour that shit down. That shit looked like this. She was like, "It's been a while." No, you just nasty. You just Lord. fucking nasty. Lord. Yeah. 
Lord, he says, um, ain't nothing like a silver landing strip. <laughs> All right. All right, man. All right. All right. All right. We we need you. We you should have showed up. You should have showed up. I, I we, we need you. You ready? All right. So oh, hold up. Whose phone was that? Scott, Scott, Scott. Uh-oh, whoever it was need to come out. Like uh, T.I. used to tell Lil' Flip, I bring your ass out to the stage. Uh, yep, yep, yep. Thank you, Thank you, So next topic, um, celebrities long wow. So the first one is Michael B. Jordan. So, <laughs> so um, one of Nick Cannon's baby mamas, Bree Teresi, um, I guess she's on that show, Selling Sunset. She did an interview recently, and she said that she smashed Michael B. Jordan. With a lot of tech to test. She had a lot of tech to test on, y'all. She had, a, she she was doing a lot of detector tests, and she passed when she when she said that she smashed Michael B. Jordan. Nick Cannon. Nick Cannon. Yeah. Uh. Yeah. 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 And then, there, what what did she say about it? I forgot. Okay, so the, uh, hold on, like not, not, this is the thing. Now. She says she smashed Michael B. Jordan. Now they asked her, was it good? Now, she has a lot of technical tests. And so she has to tell the truth. She says, fuck no. <laughs> Not a no, fuck no. And she passed. She passed. <laughs> so Michael B. Jordan is going around um, uh, with this. Uh, no, they broke up. So Michael B. Jordan is going around with Nick Cannon music dick. That is, that just tells you. That just, just tells you what's going on with that. I just, and you know, yeah, hey, so I mean, this is what it is. Um, it's, it's, it's crazy because I mean, the host of the show was like, dang, for real, because you know, um, that was the host's, that was the host pass. Like, they had a pad. Like, if you was gonna sleep with anybody, you was gonna sleep with Michael B. You was gonna have a Nick Cannon verse of a goddamn sex episode if, if you, if you'd have did that. So, I mean, that was, um, that's just wild enough for Michael B. Jordan to be out here, like, just serving, like, where it's so much stuff, like, even Kevin Gates uh, tell you how to work your dick out in a song, like, he got a whole song called Ashwagandha. <laughs> he show you what to do, and y'all still don't know what to do with y'all uh, peens, man, that's wild out here. 
But the, you know what? I'm, I'm, I, I give you that. That, that that's you. That, that's you loving Michael B. Jordan for what he is. But if it was, if, if you was, if, if this was thirty years ago and he was sitting right here, you'd have been like, uh, uh. Nah. <laughs> but what, what what irritates me? We live in it's it's, it's a trend now. We live in a I mean, if, if, if it was last year. Because can I ask a question? Um, can, can, can I ask a question? You're right. You're right. You're 100% right. But his track record, uh, his track record shows that it kind of makes sense. He don't keep, he, he don't keep a woman at all. I mean, that's why I said Kevin Gates made a whole song called Ask Wagami. I'm just, what, what, ain't nobody gonna compete to you because you want a nigga dick to touch your motherfucking cranium. Uh, <laughs> like, I don't, like, we, I'm just saying, you said that dick got a touch here. Right? I don't know if y'all looking at that over That This lady said that dick got a touch here. Like, listen. I've heard girls say, ooh, it's in my stomach. I ain't never heard a girl say, you hit right here. It was banging. I got a migraine with that dick. Like I ain't never, I ain't never heard nobody say, you get a, you give me a migraine with this dick. Like, no, that's crazy. I'm so tired of this trend where it's cool for women to tell business. Like, just, just that's a trend now. Jada, Brittany. Yeah. Niggas is over here having a bologna sandwich with their with their with their family, and they open their phone like she said, "My dick little nigga." We ain't talking ten years. Like I just, I'm just. It's, it's a trend to where it's cool just to tell business. But when you but men have been doing that as well. Lately, I haven't heard. I mean, I'm not saying that men ain't doing it. But what I'm saying lately, what's been trending in the culture is is. What happened to the days of keep men have been doing that for decades? We have right. songs by Too Short that tell the freaky tales. Okay, these are the tales, the freaky tales. Two wrongs will make them right, then. Anyway, but what I'm trying to say, what I'm trying to say is that in the past year or two, it has become. How many memoirs been coming out lately? Memoirs got the ass yeah, coming out. Well, this is my problem, my guy. Michael B. Jordan is somewhere over here doing a movie. Justin Timberlake is over here with his new with his wife and kids. Like years later, all of a sudden, yeah, man, he he got hair on his nipples or or it's just some brand. I'd be like, I don't care. You know, I, I I just I miss the days to where people keep that shit behind. Like, yeah, that's y'all shit, man. Keep that. Like we're, we're talking about Michael B. Jordan's dick. Like 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 why? <laughs> <laughs> You know what though? I'm old school. I'm old school. My thing is this, like, cause women could do that. You could, you could, you could do that all the time. I, I'm just one of those people that, uh, that, that live in reality. I don't care what you say about it. Yeah. Like, um, at the end of the day, we really need to represent what Michael B. Jordan is actually doing as a man. Um, you can say his sex is trash and whatever. You know what you can't do? Unfuck this nigga. You know what I'm saying? At the, at the end of the day, yeah. 
I don't care. I had a good time. I don't care if you didn't. I'm just one of them. Like, if, if somebody, if you come to anybody I know right now and be like, oh, it was trash, blah, 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 blah. Every episode I've ever had in life, I had a great time. Great time. So I don't know what you had, but my experience was great. And I'm going to say it in your face like, oh, you didn't. Uh, it didn't, you didn't. Uh, oh, to your point, to your either point. first or your last. Like, I don't give a fuck. Like, and to your point, it's not, it's not like a lot of tech test professional is going to stop women from wanting you. They're like, give me that. It was. Uh oh, somebody was paying attention. Somebody was paying attention. He was like, You're not going to do my Michael B. Not my Michael B. Now I see they ain't got nothing to do with somebody saying they dick trash. Like, don't do that. <laughs> Can I ask y'all the question? Ask y'all the question. Do do when 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 that happens when the memoirs and interviews and no one unprovoked interviews like yeah I thought Michael B. Jordan's dick was weak like we was talking about cheesecake bitch like you know, my, 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 my question y'all is is it normal or is it a thing that women do when they when they bitter at somebody or they mad at somebody if they're not over something they they just unprovoked years later months later will go and just Talk shit like well, and then Mike Turner might have been trash, but for the next bitch, that might have been the best thing she had in years. Right. And it might be so, what her suffering friends talk about. Right. Know. It depends on where you got it. Yeah, her and a girl. I get it, her and a girl. I'm talking about nastily. Yeah. Have that mindset Yeah, I just I want a grown ass woman that's just hey, our shit is our shit. I don't care what happens, our yeah. shit is our shit. Like, it's still our shit. our shit. Right? Yeah. It's our shit. I will tell nobody. Yeah. Don't tell nobody to do to my draws. I won't tell my best. Yeah, no, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's what you got to do. I'm telling nobody, I told you. Hey, right. hey. And I don't, when I don't wear them loose fit drawers, like, don't be, hey, listen, if I just put them in the trash, I just put them in the trash. You <laughs> said what? What'd you say? You can't make that man jealous. <laughs> I mean, you cannot make Mr. 30 Kids jealous. Yeah, ain't, ain't no way in the world you making Mr. 30 Kids jealous. At this point, Nick just need to make a baby with a transgender uh, person. Because, like, Nick had a baby by every genre of woman. Like, he didn't have one with a white woman. He ain't had one with a white one yet. He's gotten close, but no. Like Nick got Nick got kids all over everywhere. Like 
Because you willing to plant your seed and deposit your shit and whoever wanna fuck you. Yeah. No, you're not here to procreate. Cause you gonna you have an illness that potentially kill you and leave these kids without father. Yeah. So at the end of the day, yeah, you might have Nickelodeon money, but that ain't nothing like having my damn daddy. I would give up a million, I would give up all the money in the world to have my dad. Yeah. But it, it, you know, it, it's just different, a different structure, different folks. Because like, I know, I, I know a chick right now that got ten kids, and she told me real life, and this is the honest guy hands to the Bible. I put it on my son. She said, um, "Some people are just out here to be breeders." She not like that. That's that's what she thought she was out here for. She been having kids since she was fifteen years old. And that's bad for her because you got to back yourself. Yeah, she just thought she was just out here being a breeder. That was what I did in college, though. I can relate to people, and I'm looking at them from a whole different level. Like, what do you want for you? What do you want for you? It ain't what I want for you. Some people don't want no more. Some people don't want no more than just having kids. They don't want no money. They don't want none of that. Not enough to get where you think you need to be. But at the same time, I can't be exhausted because I can't make you want what I want you to have. You can't do that. But see, you're a different breed. Like, not even making fun of you or talking, you know what I'm saying, or, or, or even, you know what I'm saying, trying to make this a joke. Like, nah, you, you grew up in an era where, like, things that was on the radio and things that you seen in person was about bettering people. Like and, and bigging up each other as, as, as you know what I'm saying as a fucking culture. Like we don't have that no more. And it's sad. You know we don't have that no more. Like I said, I, I you you grew up in a generation where you actually got to see somebody perform the message. I grew up in a generation where they was actually like, I, I you know what I'm saying. We just gonna have a bunch of kids get on welfare, all that. Like I you know what I'm saying. I grew up with those type of women. I grew up with those type of dudes. I got a homeboy right now that had a bunch of kids when he uh, went. He had his first set of twins when we was in middle school, and he used to. And, and he was like, "Well, shit," Did he because fun? I was so uh, no. Nah. And, and he said, "Shit," and the whole thing about it, he was like, "Well, you know, the government gonna take care of him until I get a job." Like that's how his mindset was in middle school. We was in the seventh grade. He was showing us pictures of his twins in the seventh grade. That's tough. So it's like, you know, it's just, it's just different that's generations. That's generation that's raising, you know, that's my generation that burnt out. Right. Like real tall. And, you know, I, I, it makes me sick because I'm part of that, you know, I came, I graduated in 1983. That was a crack year. So a lot of people. You graduated when I was born. Yeah. They get high for wet, they get high for crack. They're doing everything. I mean, literally everything. I don't lay a lot of my classmates before I grew up with their dead. So it's it's just a fucked up vicious cycle. And I don't understand why it has to, the thing that's killing me now is that we're losing so many of us <laughs> that are young against each other, family and pitting against each other. 
Under. Yeah. I need you to be fighting these motherfucking kids and these weird ass motherfuckers that's trying to fuck with your kids and mistreating your babies. I need you to be fighting on that shit, not fighting against each other. Yeah. And what do I need to do as a black woman? I'm not a mother, but I'm a black woman. What do I need to do as a black auntie, a black cousin, a black sister? What do I need to do to get y'all to see? I need y'all to stop this because y'all are breaking us down. Y'all are. Yeah. Go ahead. You said uh, the drugs started, started coming around when it was If, if I told you to suck my dick when I was a kid, I I, I, I knew your mama loved you. I knew your mama loved you. Cause you 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 your, your hygiene was up to par, you looked nice, and I know you wasn't taking care of yourself, and your mama was. I still wanted you to suck this dick though. <laughs> Hold on. Let's just keep it a buck. Let's just keep it a big. All right, so that's that's Michael B. Jordan <laughs> I'm just keep it a bit. Yeah. You know, right. I just had to slide that in. I'm just saying. So moving on. Y'all don't think that little girl in the time of here figure I fit some sucking dick? She was sucking dick. Uh, <laughs> and I appreciate yeah. it. I, was, so Kiki I appreciate it. So Kiki Palmer. She's little pretty ass. <laughs> Hi, Mom. <laughs> How you doing? Hey, Auntie. <laughs> In my uh, in my kill Margaret voice. Hey, Auntie. <laughs> Michael B. Jordan. You see how I see that in? From Michael B. Jordan. Hey, Auntie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so Kiki Palmer. Um, yeah, so as we 
been hearing over the past few weeks. She's been in the news because her and her baby daddy have been getting into it. And um, a lot of things been going on. She got a restraining order. She got um, temporary full custody. Um, her mama cussed him out for 40 days and 40 nights. Man. Everybody called strays, even Usher. Um, sure. <laughs> that shit was wild. If I was Usher, I'd be like, I'd be like 50 Cent, like, what the fuck me for? Right. <laughs> like, what the fuck me for? Like, how I get in it? Oh, he called a couple of strays. So then <laughs> there's an eight minute long video of, um, or audio rather, of Kiki's mom cussing out her baby daddy. And she called him everything but a child of God. And she uh, said, I don't know why you're tripping off Usher. Usher's bisexual. Then a few minutes later, hold on. Then a few minutes later, she was like, I really don't know why you're tripping off of Usher. He's gay. <laughs> so yeah. Yeah, so everybody mm -hmm. calls straight. Um, his his mama, his daddy, his grandma, his brother, his sister, him, everybody called straight. His greasy head granny. Yeah. Like, Lord, you went in it. Right. Like he ain't had nothing to do with nothing. Right. But I will say this, but I will say this. What they what the mama did not call him was an abuser. Facts. She did not call him an abuser. There's also another video of Kiki talking to him, saying, I'm sorry that I hit you because of how you made me feel. Not because of you hitting me, but because of how you made me feel. So with all of this information, and on top of that, um, there's still photos from the cameras that were inside of her house where it appears to look like he was abusing her. However, he, she knew that he was recording the mama on the phone cussing him out. The mama didn't know that she that he was recording her. So she, of course, went on for 40 days and 40 nights. But Kiki grabbed his phone because she wanted to erase that audio. And so he was trying to get his phone back and they were tussling. But the still photos make it look like he is abusing her so mm -hmm. we have all this information and of course because kiki and her mama been in the business for so long they know how to finesse things and you know they did that whatever not saying that they're that what they're claiming it with the restraining order and whatnot is wrong but with all of the information i just gave y'all what does it sound to y'all yeah right right like it, it looked like it looked like that but when they presented it to us initially especially because the still photos were a part of the restraining order we automatically assumed he's fighting her yep you know?
Amen. Amen. His or hers? Hers. What bothers me is that we live in a culture now where before evidence comes out, that dude was called a piece of shit as soon as the, the woman got out. Yeah. Yep. He was called every name in the book, public opinion, he's already guilty. Um, yeah. Including me. I ain't even gonna lie. If, 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 I mean, it didn't look good. Well, one thing it I tell my good. sons, and I would, if I could talk to their brother, I would tell them, like, look, man, stay away. Now, just I'll be careful I say this. Be careful I say this. Love y'all queens. Love all y'all, okay? Church boy. Church boy. Love all y'all. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect, I, lo- I love y'all. Don't right? put no Bible verses. Hey, hey, nah, nah. Just don't turn around and be like Anchorithian said. But you know what? There is a... But there, <laughs> hey, hey, hey. I'm not gonna quote it, but I'm gonna paraphrase it. Stay, be careful to stay away from angry people, or you're gonna learn their ways. You're gonna learn how to be angry just like them. I tell my sons, be the thermostat. Also, stay away from women who seem to be quick to anger, because you're gonna end up in a situation you can't prove. And if you, even if you're innocent, and you're gonna pay the price, whether it's public court opinion or and so, brothers should have just not. Look, when I date. This, this, I would tell you, when you date in the beginning of the process, it's not like you dating anymore today. Nobody really dating no more. We just, you know, talk, fuck, move in, have kids, right? Right. When, when I'm dating, I'm looking to see how long does it take for you just to get, and how do you handle your, handle your anger? If I think you're quick to anger, I got to leave you alone. I, cause I, I'm, I'm a man. I'm eventually going to import or escort. I can't put myself in that situation. He should I don't know if he saw red flags already. I mean, well, he did shit. As a man, as soon as you bring that Usher video, I'm not saying he's not an abuser, I'm not saying he is an abuser, I don't know, but what I'm saying is that, and I'm talking from a man perspective, you have to take precaution to avoid situations. Like for instance, I got cameras in my house. If a lady come over, I let her know, I got cameras in every damn room. I got cameras in my house, I want you to know that. Like if, if a woman's drunk, <laughs> it's not not like like taking a shit. Like I ain't like I ain't like. Uh huh. I ain't like that. But we good here. But as a yeah. man, as you a gonna man, gonna go to the bathroom. We gonna be like, yeah, boy. You nah, 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 nah. Like what? <laughs> but 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 what I'm saying what, what I'm saying is this. Where's this boys at? Where's this accountability at, man? Like where's this people? Where's the fight, bro? She see my she kind of. Like after the concert thing, you gotta disagree how you handle with the Twitter thing, but she was in Usher's video, like just to like fuck you, nigga. Like, leave. How come he's just just leave, bro? Because the signs are there that her mama cussed you out for like nine hours. Like, like leave. You know, and I feel like a lot of dudes that either get strung or they get emotionally involved, but we gotta keep like bro. That's like 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 not I, I, I ain't even gonna say it's light skin. But, 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 but you know what the thing is, though? I don't want to be with a woman. I got to constantly cuss out a hot. I don't want to be like, hey, girl, that's, that's too much work. That's what I'm trying to say, bro. Soon as you saw the sign, so I'm all that to say, and I'll be done talking. And maybe it may it's for me, but, but it's his responsibility. As a man, it's your responsibility. Soon as you see the signs, because, bro, it's, it's not fair against us. I'm being real with you. The system is not fair. If we get accused of some shit, that's, it's over for us. We can lose our job, lose our career, anything. 
So it's his responsibility, bro. Soon as you saw the signs, and she's a celebrity too. She got a whole little fan base and shit. You ain't got shit. <laughs> but I feel I feel like that's the reason why he gave the audio to the appropriate people to leak it because mm-hmm. she has celebrity on her side. Yeah. And it auto- and people automatically gravitate well, towards her. Because he already knows what's up. You, you, this could not the way that she was cussing him out, this could not have been the first time that she that he that he has been cussed out. You know what I'm saying? I think he did it. But I think during that time though, he was already being labeled as an abuser. But yeah, he was already being. But imagine you're innocent. Uh, Imagine you possibly innocent. I don't know if innocent or not. And the whole world, black Twitter, black Americans, calling you an abuser, and you didn't do nothing. I would have recorded too. You know what I'm saying? I, I probably because I would have been like, "Fuck y'all." And the, the audio, the audio didn't start at the very beginning, so he probably saw where it was going. You know what I mean? And was like, "Let me record it." Yeah. He is the person saying he is. But so, see what what has me thinking that he's not. You know it. <laughs> Watch her on Jessica. Watch her on the show and movie. She's very aggressive, bushy, and out there, and with her statements. She don't fight nothing. She's a very talented young lady, but he wasn't soft for her, right? Yeah, that's probably true. But what has me thinking that he he wasn't what they're trying to claim is because she literally, in this video, called him everything but a child of God and an abuser. That would have been the first thing. She never was like, you pussy ass nigga, you putting your hands on my motherfucking daughter. She never said nothing like that. Mm-hmm. Hi, mom. Yes. But, <laughs> but she never mm-hmm. said nothing of the sort. She never even went down that road. Like, right, she said words. Yeah, right. And that's the first thing a mama would say. Yeah. That's the mama would say. Yeah, right. Right, and then on top of that, they're trying to put him out to be crazy. If he is really crazy, why are you on the phone triggering him? You know what I'm saying? You should be on the phone trying to de-escalate the situation because you're not physically there. So why would you be on the phone constantly, constantly, constantly antagonizing him when you can't even take up for your daughter if he were to just spaz out and flip on your daughter? But this is my... This one, my but that's not... But that's leading me to believe that that's not who he is. But but again, but again, if he's this crazy person, this abuser, why are you trying to get him to abuse your daughter? But this is what I But this is when the old school comes out, though. This is what I'm going to old school for a second. But you maybe gotta, before you gotta think. But but maybe before maybe before you put your dick in her, you figure this out before you have sex with her. People, we don't that in the community, we got fixes. We don't date no more. We don't really like. The word dating court, it comes to the word court. I'm taking you to court. Of course, you're going to say you're innocent. But I don't believe you. Yet. I'm going to put you in the sand. I'm going to meet your mama. I'm going to meet and see how you are in these different scenarios. And I'm going to come up with a with, with a result of your character to see whether this is going to work or not. We don't do that no more. You look good. I'm trying to tell you that I put these in the 
thing. Let me tell you something. Let me say, the older I get, I'm 39 years old. The older I get, one, one, so one, young, yeah, I, I, I'm still young, but but yeah, but but, but, the, but the, the, the stages I went through, I, I, I can tell that my, my stages I'm going through as far as my purpose and stuff. I want peace. Yeah, I don't want to have to fight. I want peace. I want, I want, I want, I want, I want, and to your point, now I'm agreeing with you. He wanted that too. Do your research before you start fucking, man. Like, get the number first. Understand who you're dealing with. What I want to say, what I want to say is this. Why can't we all just agree to understand that Kiki Palmer and her mother, or maybe a handful to deal with. At the same time, hold on, hold on though, hold on. At the same time, why can't we not agree that this is a soft ass nigga? That part too. You know what I'm saying? Ooh, I like that. Like, I, I, cause I'm going through both of it. Like now listen, from how everything went, I don't think it's, you know what I'm saying, how Kiki Palmer and her mama is, is saying it to be. Just because um, growing up the way I lived, I, I know um, what it's like to uh, watch a woman being abused. And I know what it's like for your, uh, for a mother or anybody in the family to take up for that person. And like Lindsay said, the first thing you're going to say is, well, fuck you anyway. You, you, you put your hands on a bitch, nigga. Put your hands on me. Like, so... I, I, I get that. At the same time, why are we not, you know what I'm saying? Because we, we, uh, we still can't put this soft-ass nigga in high resolve. This is a soft-ass nigga. This is a nigga that can't control this woman. You know what I'm saying? At the end of the day, you can't control her. Even if you, even, I don't give a fuck what you thought was going on. You can't control your woman. You can't control your woman to the point where she uh, can accuse you of abuse and the whole world can believe it. You cannot control your woman. And I ain't saying every woman needs to be controlled, but I'm gonna tell you, when you're with somebody, when you're with somebody and things are being accused of you, your marriage should stand on, uh, on that above anything. A woman, uh, uh, a woman can never uh, accuse me of abusing her because my marriage sticks up for myself. Myself, I ain't got to say a goddamn thing. I ain't got to do nothing. I, my marriage st stands up for her. And the fact that she ain't busted the fuck up when you come get her, standing on saying a marriage that I ain't did that. The fact that he can't do that lets you know he a soft-ass nigga. So you're dealing with a soft-ass nigga and a and a and a over uh demanding uh not demanding but a over dictating woman so when you're doing that you you're just bound to fall into chaos i'm one of those people when i seen what happened yeah i was in a hundred percent saying hey because i I've, I've seen it growing up so if you are sitting and hitting on a woman i ain't got no love for you on that then when all this came out and it was uh Andrew Wiggins, you may be looking uh Armand. Armand Wiggins. I said Andrew Wiggins, that's a ball player. Now yeah. um Armand Wiggins, I listened to that and it made sense because it was a, a none of and none of that situation did she ever call him an abuser. 
but he a bitch. That's the only thing she can say. You a bitch. You not an abuser. You just a bitch. Which one is and worse? She knew that from the beginning. And that's the whole point. Which one is worse? Yeah. She know it. She know it. Which one is worse? Now I ain't never gonna I ain't never gonna tell anybody to hit a woman. I it, if, if if a woman makes you mad enough and you feel like you need to put hands on her, I'm a, I'm gonna be the I'm gonna be the one to tell you you need to walk away. My um that was something I was told by um every man that I put in high respects. He told me if you ever feel like you wanna put your hands on that woman, you need to walk away right then and there because I ain't the woman for you. Because like yeah, I, 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 it's just one of those things. So I learned. So I ain't never gonna say that. But at the end of the day. We we dealing with two villains here. We're dealening with two yeah. villains here. If so listening to the lesson is no the lesser. Uh the, the who's evil. the lesson? The lesser is um nobody. <laughs> Nobody's a lesson. You know, Nobody. Sorry, I was taught that I don't know if you agree with this, but my, my, my OGs tell me all the time to this day, my boy, all my friends are older than me. They say, Hey bro, it may not be your fault. But it's your responsibility as a man. It may not be your fault. But it's your responsibility. Right. Yeah. It may not be your fault. So even she may be doing what she's doing, but why the fuck you still there listening to all that? You still walked exactly. away a long time ago. So to your point, <coughs> it, may, <coughs> it may not be your fault while you keep us down, but it's your responsibility to, to be the thermostat. You change the temperature either by leaving, but don't stay there and don't you demand a respect. You get the first rate that come back and forth. Don't know real man need to ever say respect. You know, I, 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 I've seen it. I've, I've been the bitch dude before, and I've been the grown man before. The grown man before that I am now, I don't have to say nothing because my how I carry myself it, it exudes it. He's not there yet, man. Like he's not there yet. So to your point, I, I think he's the bitch in the, in the situation. No, it ain't. It ain't no. It, uh, it, it, <laughs> it's no situation where you could be like, um, he's right or he's being victimized. No, this he's a natural bitch ass nigga. <laughs> And he's a, and he got that he got that bitch ass shit from his fucking uh, uh family. The whole time, she's always been kind of like aggressive with everything. But see, the thing is, see the thing. This is what I'm gonna tell. Uh, this is what I'm gonna tell everybody. See the thing that what uh what made uh Kiki Palmer the victim is, um she has been she has been a victim of abuse, and that and it got swept under the rug. Um, she was a, she was a victim of abuse with Trey Songz. She was verbally abused um, by Trey Songz, and it got yeah, swept it under like, the rug. It was called sexual intimidation. Yeah, it was sexual intimidation, and it got swept under the rug. And so, no, it, it's a long story. We'll, we'll I was about to say we can talk after, but it, yeah. but you know, she she's a victim of abuse. The thing is, um, in that. People see that and see how that got swept under the rug. And now whatever she does or she says about a man, everybody is going to jump tough for it because they feel like they dropped the ball the first time. Yeah. That doesn't negate that she is just a bitch. Yeah. I'm getting my shit. Yeah, I mean that would be anybody. That's the reason why I I like. But what you seen was him him snatching his phone. What the world seen was steals. So in steals, it looked like he's tossing this bitch over the side. It looked like he he he, he dropped a right hand on the bitch. I was like, damn! Then he dropped a right hand on the hoe. The nigga head was up like this. I'm like, damn! 
was not no steal. And she was trying to reach at him, and he kept doing like this. And, and so, yeah, but I'm telling you what steals do. You see this? This in a steal looks like, bitch, I'm about to hammer your shit. Yeah. Because yeah. yeah. when I saw it, I was like, well, maybe it's because I was a domestic violence. I was a domestic violence court advocate for six years. So I I know it. I see it. I know who's being abused pretty much. I can know when somebody's lying about it. I know. I know. So I didn't get that from that situation. And I'm like, well, if he had did, like she said, he better lock his ass up in California. Trust me when I tell you that. If it was like she said, it would have called the cake up. Oh, whose phone is that? Sorry. Why are they kicking everybody back over there? Everybody <laughs> just tripping. That's your phone? Oh, no. Oh, no. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh-huh. You still, yeah. Come on. You want to take that shot? Come on. Uh-uh. You got to take a shot. That's the game. Yes, you do. <laughs> That's the game. Come on. Come on. Come on. You take your mama's hat? You take your mama's hat? That's what she said. There we go. Oh, oh, oh she said, hit it. Send us some alcoholics. There we go. Boom. Boom. Hey! Don't leave your phone out of around us. All right. All right. So your boy seven said still fuck and no comeback from that for the woman because every put down on him reflects on her choices. Okay. Yeah. So that was Kiki Palmer. <clears throat> so the last um celebrity is Diddy. So, <laughs> so, hold on. Let me let me hold on. Let me paint the picture. Let me paint the picture. So, um, if you've been living under a rock, um, Diddy has been in the news for the last couple of weeks because his longtime girlfriend, um, who is a recording artist as well. If you're uh, killing it doesn't matter because that's what it sounds like to everybody. She has no business saying she's a recording artist, but um, let's go. She is. She is very much so a recording artist because I just sung her song. So that makes her a recording artist. Just sung her uh, song. Uh, 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 Vanilli came out with a whole uh, album that wasn't well, there. So what sing. the fuck are we talking? Well, you know what? Watching the documentary, they did put out an album with their vocals. We know this. And it sold how much? It sold 2,000 worldwide. So, yeah, yeah. <laughs> exactly. but but the conglomerate of bad boy, she sold how much? I don't know. <laughs> Cassie. <laughs> uh, does, does, does Cassie got a platinum plaque? She might. That was a big hit. 
Everybody Google this. Cassie got a platinum plaque. Cassie. Because yes. she shouldn't have $30 million if she ain't got a platinum plaque. But she was signed to Bad Boy. So who on Bad Boy got $30 million besides Diddy? Nobody. So, yes. Okay, so. Okay, 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 okay. Yes. So, Diddy um, was sued by Cassie, his longtime girlfriend, and um, a Bad Boy recording artist. No, no, no. former girlfriend, former girlfriend. They broke up in 2018. So, um, she sued him and a bunch of other people that she listed on the complaint. And it was a 35 page complaint. She um, described a whole lot of things that happened in their um, relationship. I think the relationship was like 10 years. So, um, one of the things that she did describe was that they would do this quite often. Um, it was called a freak off. What a freak off was, was that Diddy would make her go online and, um, order male escorts and the male escorts had to be a specific type of male, which was a, um, dark skin, big, um, Penis having male. Take that, take that. Take that, take that. Take that, take that. You want to cut out. Can't be serious around here. Let's hear the background talk about very serious. Girl, you should have seen what Ms. Markie came to concert. It was big, big niggas everywhere. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> so, um, he also he also would make her um, take drugs so that she could um, take these. Take the dick. Hi, mom. So, yes. <laughs> so yes. I see knows what type of podcast we have at this point. <laughs> yeah, so let me get there. Let me get there. So um another thing that he will make her do is he will make her wear white nail polish because he liked the contrast of these big um black Dicks. men that had big penises against her white nails. And what he would do during these freak offs is that he would record her having sex with all of these multiple escorts and he would watch, record, and masturbate. So what has come out um, recently, because when this complaint came out, which was the 16th, by the 17th, it was settled for an undisclosed amount. Now, I know that a lot of people have been saying this $30 million number However, that's not what she um, sued for. That is the amount that his lawyers put out into the public saying that, that, she, that she was trying to extort him for $30 million and they, and they declined, um, refused to pay her. So we really don't know how much she got in the settlement, but people are speculating that it could be close to um, $100 million. So... Mm. Mm. Um, mm. fast forward to now 
He has two other lawsuits with people coming out and they are very detailed and they have documentation to prove all these years of them being being um struck that of them struggling with the issue. I thought of you them was about being to say, say stroke no, by Diddy. No, I was no, about to say, damn. They, they have documentation of them struggling with the abuse that took place by Diddy so many years ago. Um, what has recently come out is that the third lawsuit also includes Aaron Hall. And Aaron Hall, we should know, is part of the group Guy with Teddy Riley and Damian mm -hmm. Hall. All right. So with um, with Aaron Hall, there was a uh, interview he did with Vlad TV um, a few years ago where he bragged about how he liked to have sex in front of other people. Right. He also bragged about how big his dick was. And if you right. have right. ever sure. seen Aaron Hall, Aaron Hall is a very dark-skinned man that supposedly has a big penis. So people are putting two and two together because he also said in the interview, the several names of people that have watched him have sex. One of them being Diddy. So if yeah. you put two and two together, he did, he did Diddy that. probably got that from when he was around Aaron Hall. And, and another thing that Aaron Hall said that he used he to said, do. So you saying dumb, dumb Diddy is the reason why this <laughs> nigga want big dick niggas around him. From now on, why are you saying that? that that's what you said. Man, that's no, no. Why. Um, yeah, so, um, another thing that Aaron Hall said in the Vlad interview, um, is that back in the day he used to have a stutter, so he didn't talk to women for real, he would just grab them, go in the room, and have sex. So, yeah, so he was basically bragging about how he did not get consent. And he was talking about a specific person that was underage at the time. So, yeah. Vlad, really, she got these dudes out here telling you. Yeah, they're telling on themselves left and right. Vlad! Yeah. Yeah, he did that. He did that. So... Huh? Yeah. Yeah. Right. 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 So a lot of people do think that Vlad is the police, which there's a lot of evidence that's showing that he may be. I can't get back to Vlad no more, though. Vlad ain't the right, police. They sitting up there telling on people stuff. just get real me. comfortable with a Jewish dude, and they feel like they can say whatever, like it ain't going across the world. Yeah, I do. Yeah. Yeah. Glenn says uh, Vlad be giving people truth serum. I can believe that. I can believe that. So, um, yeah, so opening it up, what do y'all think about the whole situation with Diddy? And can you look at him the same? Well, we can go ahead and say that he's bisexual because we all know that. <laughs> I was going to say, in the black community, there's certain celebrities you kind of already, you kind of already, yeah, this is years but with I don't know what that beat though. But with yeah, they've been saying it for a long time. But with everything that they are saying now in these lawsuits, do we even care if he likes men or not? Like it's far beyond that at this point. He can come out and say that he don't he never liked women, but we don't care because 
Because if you're abusive, you're abusive. There we go. There we go. Let's let let let's keep it right there. Let's keep it straight and narrow. No, hold on. Time out. You can't you can't tell me you didn't like uh Diddy in the shiny suit. You can't tell me that. You can't tell me that. You can't tell me. You ain't never like, you ain't never like, yo, the sun don't shine forever. So as long as it's here, that we might as well shine together. Better now than never. Been this before pleasure. He did he in the fam, who you know doing better. Yeah, right, no matter what, we air tight. So when you hear something, make sure you hear it right. Don't make an ass out of yourself by assuming my music keeps you moving. <laughs> <laughs> like so, you never liked that, Diddy. That was us. Way too gangsta. Man, I fuck with Diddy. I ain't gonna lie, I fuck Not with Diddy. But what you know what? In the black community, Will Smith, Diddy, R. R. K. We kind of already like we, we might know the details. But we kind of all, like, just we knew. You know what I'm saying? We kind of already knew. I'm surprised. Nobody knew about Will, so don't do that. No, no, no. Nobody knew about Will. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. I'm not saying the whole time. Hey, the last, before yeah, that, when the table I was about to say, yeah, because, nigga, summer, summer, summertime, Will. Nobody know about where. It depends on what you're talking about. I'm talking about when the rumors years ago of three stones. I'm talking about that. That was a minute ago. That wasn't like 30 years ago. That was, yeah, I'm talking about that. I'm talking about innocent will. Yeah, we were. I'm, I'm, I'm talking That's about right. pre Jada will. Okay, I'm talking about. We didn't know the way. Yeah, Martin, we, yeah. didn't, we didn't. We didn't know I'm nothing about, about the way uh, Martin tossing his ass up. But but as far we as we didn't know about that. As far as Diddy goes, what kind yeah. of sadistic? Excuse my French here. Remember that show making the band? Yeah. Then what kind of sadistic fuck gonna make you walk and rap? But was it cheesecake or some shit like? Yeah, he made him walk. You kind of can see the characteristics, man. He like something was off about him, and then Fifty who makes my day. Fifty be cracking me up with this shit. Fifty been calling this nigga out. <laughs> now I will give you that. Fifty been calling Puffy out since two thousand and six. Hold on, time out, time out, time out, hold on, hold on, hold on, time, flag on the play. Just because I, I, just because I knock off a cougar that I liked when I was young, that, that don't make, that don't make me a freaky Jason ass nigga. Like, if I get famous tomorrow and I want to knock off fucking, uh, exactly. I, if, if I get a chance to knock off Angela Bassett, I'm knocking Angela Bassett off. That don't mean. That I, I like dudes. Like, what is that? That ain't got nothing to do with that. My what I'm saying is that, see, unfortunately, we just as a people, when we feel struck, we're going to strike back. Huh? Look, it's just a thing. Like, look at look at Vicky. When he got mad at her, he started striking back. So people are going to start hitting below the belt. When they feel slighted, and it may not be as slighted. Yeah, but Vivica ain't got nothing to do with Diddy. No, she don't. But he was just like, hey, man, he be doing some weird shit with dudes. And then I be fucking this old bitch named Vivica. Like, that shit got nothing to do with nothing. Like, he even, he even admitted he was fucking a white girl, Chelsea. Yeah, he was okay with it. He was okay 
saying it's true. And it's, and he still turned around and was like, yeah, but did he be having uh fucking he he he'd be having parties where he got dudes in corners butt ass naked. And 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 Usher even said, and and Usher said they was like with um. Usher, uh, when they asked Usher, would you ever invite any of your sons to uh, uh, P. Diddy's parties? That nigga said, hell no. It's too many clips. It, it, it was a clip of Diddy. It was Kevin Hart. He was, in, he was interviewing uh, He was he was interviewing Diddy. It was years ago, microphone. And he was just like, it was a hotel room. And Diddy was like, yeah, me and Usher used to wrestle over cereal in the morning. And Kevin Hart, like, what the fuck? Yeah, he said, what the fuck is Diddy talking about? What the fuck is going on here? <laughs> And then there's a, there's a clip of Vicky. There's a clip of Vicky. He was just like, he was, I think, drink stepping somewhere. He was like, yo, man. I, so I'm talking to people like, they're like, yo, she hang out 50 50. I was like, hey, all right. You know, kind of side out. He was like, yeah, bro. I can take you shopping. And he was like, you can take me shopping. I'm a grown ass man. Like, just those weird little red flags, man. You know what and I'm there's also a clip that's been going around when Diddy was on Drink Champs. And he's that's calling daddy. folks. I was about to say. He's calling folks daddy. Daddy. Yeah. Fabulous yeah. was like, yeah, <laughs> Fabulous was like two seconds away from saying, hey, don't call me that. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but yeah, he was like about to say something and they switched it up. But yeah. yeah. So Amen. Glenn says, um, gives new meaning to the ad lib. Take that, take that, take that. Yeah. <laughs> All right, take and so then um, your boy Seven says, masculine women, feminine men. Yep. Listen, I don't know anything about Pub Daddy that ain't, you know what I'm saying? Uh, but I will say, excuse me. The thing with Cassie, with it being settled real fast, it just lets you know. It's, it's some stuff going on. Then, yeah, nobody's even mentioned that Kid Cudi actually was like, "Yeah, this nigga blew up my car." Yeah, like he, like he denied it. Wale he denied it because I mean, but that's the that's the thing. Um, a lot of people ain't gonna admit when they get when they get treated like a bitch. Like, that's the thing. You know what I'm saying? A lot of niggas ain't going to do that. And then especially with Diddy, because a lot of niggas feel like, you know, yeah, I was about to say Diddy South, so they don't know what say. They don't want to admit certain stuff. One thing I will say, though, is you got to pay attention to a man that looks a man in the face and says, nah, I want to have a party party. <laughs> I'm just at this point. I'm just I, I'm just looking at the audience. It, 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 don't mean, it don't mean nothing to y'all, but I'm just saying you got to pay attention to that. I'm not saying um I I, I I'm I'm not saying anything about nothing because I don't know anything about Diddy's life, but I do understand what a party is, and I know what a party party is. I know when I look a girl in the face and be like, Nah, we gonna party party. I know what that means. I mean, I, I'm, I'm, I'm meaning I'm about to fuck for real. So when you look a man in the face and say, nah, homeboy, we gonna have a party party. I'd be so scared. That, 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 that makes, and Diddy has said this countless times on different uh, streams. He, he said this on different shows. He said it to Fab. He said it to Jadakiss. He said it to Noriega. 
I'm just saying, you got to pay attention to certain stuff. Listen, if I look you dead in the face and be like, nah, dude. <laughs> nah, nah, I don't want to look at you. I don't want to look at you. <laughs> <laughs> we be partying. We be partying. We be partying. We be partying. We don't have a party party. Yeah, that's weird. You know, that's weird for real. I'm saying, I always looked at that like, because they never wanted to put him out there. Like, nobody ever wanted to put him out there like he was out there. But that always was weird to me. Like, grown man was actually saying, like, he would look him in the face and say that. And so. Do you think that's the reason why Biggie is I don't think that's the reason why Biggie did. I think it's part of it. Now, I think the reason why Biggie is dead is because um, they uh, they were a part of that whole uh, East Coast, West Coast thing. Puffy was, uh, and this is just my opinion. This ain't got nothing to do with nothing. But um, Puffy was uh, uh, one of those people that was edging that uh, East Coast, West Coast thing on, and he didn't understand that it was retaliation for killing Pop. Right. You know what I'm saying? It was going to be real retaliation for getting Pop killed. And I think that's what happened to Biggie. I don't think Biggie had nothing to do with nothing. I think I think Biggie uh cock out of ass. Yeah, I think Biggie cock out of ass was really and Cali like it was cool. He was in there like shit, nah. We are, I'm cool here. Right. Everything I, I ain't I ain't got worried about old beef. I'm just I could sit up there, I could sit up at the season. I, I could, I'm chilling at the seat. Like, he didn't know what was going down. I don't think Biggie had nothing to do with anything. I think I, I think it was because they was really, they they they, they put that word in, uh, what happened to Pop, and then people didn't understand that people real, uh, really had love for Pop and, 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 and rode on him like that. It, it, it's just one of those things, like, when you know, um, put it in perspective, uh, everybody in this room knows somebody that, you know what I'm saying, got killed in the streets for real, and Motherfuckers was like, what we gonna do? What we gonna do? And then you hear some crazy shit that happened about somebody and then nobody knows what happened because people really respect uh, folks. Yeah. And people know what I'm saying? I, I, ain't, I, I, can't, I, I ain't gonna be that kind and, and, and criminate nothing, but I know niggas that was jumping out of niggas' uh, 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 backyards that was uh, killing niggas for niggas for real. Like, because they have respect. Like, it was like, on the strength that you had us fucked up for real. Niggas was hiding out in, your, in the backyard and waiting for you to come out to get you for that shit. Like, so I think that I, I think that's what happened to Big. Big didn't have nothing to do with nothing. He was just he was just in the wrong place at the wrong time, man. Fucking with the wrong nigga. I got a question about Diddy for you, bro. So growing up in the '90s, like at the height of, of his success, I never seen him as an angry person. Somebody else controlled him. Social media went out like that. The reality show. Do you think throughout these years he just did a really good job of hiding that? Cause I remember hearing stories, but he, he did a real good job of keeping his image. You know what I'm saying? I was up for Biggie when that shit happened with Shine at that club. That's what I was about. broke up with that bitch, and she don't talk about it. Don't ask her about it. I'm not talking about it. It's over. And she never fucked with Diddy, period. Walking, running, we're the talking even, even before that, like, even before that, I'm, I'm going to take it back to the 90s. I think a lot of people fail to, um, I, 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 I can't say fail to realize, but I think a lot of people forget that um, when Bad Boy was really trying to make a move on shit uh, and, and Suge was doing his death row thing, I think a lot of people forget that like, 
Puffy was actually in the front of everything. Like Puffy wasn't the nigga that was uh, throwing uh, throwing rocks and hiding his hand. Puffy was like right there with them niggas. Like, yeah, baby, it ain't nothing. Whatever, take that, take that. We do it. Like he was right there. That tells you right there that nigga's a gangster. Like I'm not. I, I I'm whatever he liked to do in his life is what he liked to do in his life. But I can tell you one thing that I think, and it's my opinion. If it's some real shit going on. He want to be he want to be the one doing it because he don't want to put other niggas in front of it because when you put other niggas in front of it now you see what's going on now you got a lot of people start telling. And they, there was a, I read a, listened to an article before I came up in here. They did a collect call with Suge Knight. That's the name yeah. of the title on YouTube. He said he said he was like yeah he said that nigga was beating the shit out of that girl. He said that was the only chick he beat up. He beat up another chick. That work for him. Yeah. You know what Daddy was, don't you? Did he daddy? Yeah, yeah. Daddy. Yeah. 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 He was going to fight with Frank Lucas. He was like, he's been here beating the shit out of bitches for years. Yeah. Yeah. Well. Yeah. 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 He said that Diddy said if you're trying to save these little white, he said Diddy been beating on them girls for years. He said Cassie wasn't the only girl. He said it was a girl that worked with him. That was just like a secretary or a little runner or something. Yeah. They said he beat the dog shit out of that. Well, there was rumors yeah. of how he treated uh, Cam Porter. His, uh, uh, his, uh, yeah, baby. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, they said that she yeah. didn't die in suspicious circumstances. They said everybody yeah. that Diddy fucks with ends up dead. And Craig Mack died, bro. Yeah. yeah. So, <laughs> so that is the Diddy talk. Take that, take that, take yes. that. <laughs> I ain't taking shit. Nah, play boy. You want to have a party party? You want to drink this crowd? You want to have this party party? Nope. I've been watching you play boy. Let me see your moves, play boy. You don't have a party yeah. for it. Christian hip hop. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> well, this is wild. All right, all right. So Moses is gonna spread that ass. No. <laughs> to the end of the show um our hundredth episode yeah. Yeah. so i just want to thank everybody for coming out i know that the weather um was not yeah, the best today the weather fucked us up but yeah. it's all good yeah so i do do appreciate everyone from coming um so that's my final thought so <laughs> yeah so um, Jerry's final thought. Take it away. Uh, my Jerry's final thought is uh, actually um, just being thankful for things. I'm um, I'm thankful for um, the audience that we got. I'm thankful for the vendors that we got. Um, I'm thankful for uh, the building that we got. Um, I'm just th- I, I, I'm thankful that we all here looking at each other. We all breathing, we all living because that uh, tells us that we can all make a change and we can all do something that can better each other. 
you know, it don't it, it, it can be it, it don't have to be big, it don't have to be small, it could just be something. Just, you know, just the acknowledgement of you guys being here um bettered us. You know, um the acknowledgement that all of you guys here are sponsors, our vendors. I, I, I love y'all and I appreciate that y'all are, you know what I'm saying, that y'all came out. Cause that tells us a lot, man. That tells us that you know. Uh, not only do uh, I want to contribute into black growth, y'all want to contribute into this growth period, you know. Um, so, my final thought is to always be grateful. Um, I I was birthed from uh, Yvette Johnson, and I was uh, birthed from Elvis Lewis uh, Johnson. Um, these people birthed me into knowing that. If you want to do something big, you gotta you you gotta put your name on it. My pops used to always tell me, "Why do you always rock everybody else when you can be rocking yourself?" That's what no, I'm saying. That's what that was one of the things that made me and my brother start a clothing label. Um, my mother, I watched my mother go from not being uh, not having a high school diploma to getting her GED to uh getting their lpn license to be uh to be uh uh becoming a uh daycare owner of not one but three daycares in her lifetime so i'm thankful that i'm cuffing the cloth of uh of people that rise up like the phoenix you know we come from ashes but we can be great every last one of us and I appreciate y'all because all of y'all know that as well. We're going to go through our ups and downs. We're going to go through our hiccups. But we all going to rise like feet. And as always, take care of yourself and others. Thank you. All right, let's party party. Mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> all right. <laughs> out the mud thank you for the vocals yeah. there you go <laughs> yeah so that was episode 100 of the ish we talk and we will see you guys on episode 101 exactly Bye. Well, yeah.